0: Who are
1: you he had a voice that could make a wolverine
0: purr that's what i'm talking about man wait a minute i know you check out the name tag you're in my world now grandma i know that dude he's a modern day yoda i'm your huckleberry allow myself to introduce myself greetings and salutation we came we saw we kicked it down you're excited feel these nipples that boy's good Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the big X. The sportos, motor hits, geek wasteoids, dweebies. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. <laughs> Stop down to the edge of my head. All right all right. up all the pieces and make it
2: Good hey everybody. This is Wednesday, May twenty-fourth. This is the Mike Rutherford Show coming to you today from the sunny Jeffersonville, Indiana, Remote University of Louisville College of Business Studios. Visit business.louisville.edu to see what the U of L College of Business can do for you, including getting your MBA in just twelve months. Business.louisville.edu. We're on the air today from three until six. Full show here on fourteen fifty AM, ninety-six FM. Streaming all over the land. You know it's better. As the big X, Mike Rutherford here with Trevor Kelsey. We are back here in Jeffersonville, Indiana. The system is still completely crashed. Apparently, it sounds like we're going to be here for the long haul.
1: I feel like we're like like when the Hornets got moved to like New Orleans or like to move to like Oklahoma City for like a year before they became you know they had a team that's kind of we've got kind of a, a side home now.
2: I mean, do I need to just go ahead and invest in like the the Toll Bridge Pass, whatever it is, because I'm we're Like paying to work now.
1: That and maybe go go when you get home tonight, pick out the clothes that you least care about what they smell like when you get home.
2: I mean, I I did it today, but I I, I didn't. What is today's least favorite shirt? I'm wearing this old 1983 uh, (laughs) St. Patrick's Day t-shirt that I stole from my dad when I was in high school. Uh, It's a great shirt. These these shorts, which I recently mowed the grass in, uh, so they need to be washed anyway. So that's that's what I'm rocking with today. But it looks like I'm going to have to do (laughs) – like more, I don't know. Maybe just wear the same thing for the next week or so. I don't know what's I going on. That works for me. Also, the internet's not working again today. Ah, oh, yeah, that's, that's great. It was great last week for one day, and then...
1: Do you need me, did, did you need me to, to reboot something?
2: No, I mean, probably, yeah, but yeah. It, didn't, it didn't work. I'm just doing the, uh, the hotspot on my phone, which is slow as hell, but we'll do the best we can. We're here today, uh, for a full three-hour show, no bats cutting in today. We have, do have bats tonight. Bats one the- today. Oh, they, they, they this morning.
1: That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, they won. We've got high school tonight. we got high school. I, we don't know which games. But no, I'm going to find out. It's a doubleheader, though.
2: Southern Indiana. I I drove in behind somebody with the Silver Creek Dragons sticker. Nice. My boys over, from over there at Silver Creek. Did you
1: honk and give them, like, the. uh...
2: My favorite team? go
0: CL, baby. CL. <laughs>
1: well,
2: it'd be, it'd be SC. Oh, yeah. Where did they get the L from? <laughs> Where did you get Why? the C uh, from? No, no, it, was,
1: Well, Silver Creek. <laughs> Not two words. Not two words, is it? But also, the first word is not C. It's not two words, is it? Silver Creek's one word, isn't it? Yeah. I know it's two words. You just got both the letters
2: wrong somehow. Oh wow, That was a lie.
1: just a dragon. <laughs> Man, it's just what you do when you pull up Seal Brown. I don't know. <laughs> Off to a boring start. C- I had a C in there. I had half of it right. Okay, it's like fifty percent. No, you didn't. Well, C Silver Creek. C, c.
2: Creek starts with a C, right? Yeah, but it, the first word is silver, which starts with an S. I can't do an S with my hand. The second word is creek, which starts with a C. Okay, and then there's a, there's D. a random L somewhere. So you got like at best twenty five percent. If we're going to thirty three percent. Well, but you still had it in the wrong order. The C but, should not be first in any scenario. But <laughs> I can't do an S. Can you do an S with your hand? No. <laughs> I mean, I, need, I don't know to, Yeah, I
1: mean think it's an outdoor show? I'm going to get like, shot for doing trying to do gang signals over here I can here. do the west side
2: I can tell you that much Oh,
1: I can do that, yeah And
2: the Crip and the Bloods That's all I got Well, the Crip's just a C I just C did that, the yeah D is that Yeah That's
1: can, all I can got you, you do, Can you do Vulcan? Uh,
2: yeah I can only do it with my right hand I
1: can't do it with my left uh, I can do it both. That's that's not the first thing I've said that about. <laughs> so when we get the YouTube guys, <laughs>
2: coming next week, watch us do gang signs and Vulcan signs.
1: See, I can't do anything with my left hand. Like I can't do the Vulcan sign. I can't do the West Side.
2: That's What they've been saying for
1: years. I mean, I can do this with my pinky, my my index finger. though. I can move the uh, top part without moving the rest of nah, it. That's kind of creepy. It is kind of creepy. This Everybody- is great radio. Just <laughs> nobody can see what we're doing at all. <laughs> cameras. I mean, if we can't get the computers fixed, team we we'll least get the damn cameras next week, so I mean, that I mean, people can see how miserable we are without the computer. <laughs> They're coming
2: next week. I'm just gonna put my phone up in the corner. So with the computers <laughs> down, you are like you had to come back here late night. You, you basically have to log like all the commercials, all the promos, yeah. all that stuff ahead of time. Like it's so a lot of work for you.
1: Usually, like when we've had this happen, people will be like, "I'm hearing the same commercials every break." So I came up and put together like you know we we run six breaks in a show, so I'm I'm put together six different breaks. Can you
2: do a favor for me?
1: You want to go to unplug it?
2: No. Can you just play the Scoots Wooded View commercial? Which one? The Wooded View, where he does the read. I want the same commercial for every single spot for the well, entire show. Well, no, there's, you know, there's three different versions, right? Whatever the one we played yesterday was. I want that to be every single commercial that we play today.
1: Well, now you say that and you, you, you Wooded View Golf Course. This he's very intense and I like it. I think this is the, uh, oh, you got here. I don't think, this is the one I don't think you have heard yet. Maybe it is. Let's, let's give Wooded View, uh,
2: Hey there, potential
1: golfers. Okay. Are you tired of feeling yes. forgotten because you've never swung a club before? Oh, well It's, it's time to tee up for some fun at Wooded View Golf Course, where beginners are always welcome. Don't let your lack of experience keep you in the rough. Our friendly, like professional staff are here to help you swing this into action like excuse, and turn you though. into Dude, the ace of clubs Golf Course is a boys. fairway.
2: I don't know. The, <laughs> they got professional <laughs> golfers there to teach you, though. I'm fine with this. I mean, back, the, the the one we played yesterday made me laugh more. I like that. that. that was the uh, the longer one. That is in the rotation somewhere today. I, think. I just want that to be the only commercial. we I want to drive people insane. Every we have six breaks. Searching
1: for your next great golfing is experience? <laughs> Discover the hidden That's gem totally that is Woodview Golf Course, located in the picturesque town of Clarksville, Indiana. Our breathtaking 18 hour course offers every a perfect blend of today.
2: natural beauty. And every break, six breaks, five commercials. <laughs> Just this, over and over and over. you think Scoots has ever described us as breathtaking? No. What of View, though. What if View would love this. It would be a big day for Word of View. I guess we technically can't do that, but we're doing the best we can. Uh, we do want to hear from you. We do have, I mean, somewhat working internet, so we can take texts, as always, on the Thornton text line at 502-414-1450, or minor Thornton, took me up with an 89-cent Fountain drinks with 32 ounces or smaller. It's a big old drink for less than a buck. Stop into any one of the 59,612 area Thornton's locations. Get yourself a big old drink for less than a buck. Then text us at 502-414-1450. I see sad news to start the show. It just uh, was announced right before we came on the air that uh, Tina Turner has passed away in 83. Another legend gone this year.
1: I don't know why it said it's that the first time it pops my, my mind is uh, the Mountain Dew version song she did. The remake of What's Love Got to Do, but it was what Mountain Dew has to do. I, I, you remember I, that from I the 80s? I don't know what
2: you're talking about. <laughs> the fact that it's the first thing that came to your mind, is sad. I don't know what to say to that. I've got legitimately no hey, what idea. what song actually. first pops in your mind? I mean, What's Love Got to Do. Got I was going to gonna do, say do, Proud Mary, maybe. Or Proud Mary, yeah. I have a friend whose favorite song is Proud Mary. We, we're checking on him right now to make sure he's okay. But R.I.P. to teenager, 83 years old. What are you doing now? Are you are you looking up the mountain Dew I'm song? I can I'm, tell when you go quiet that you're you're already doing something.
1: <laughs> yeah, but a big bunch of Mountain Dew commercials came up that aren't hers, so that's fine. No.
2: Uh, we, we've got uh, we, we got U of L news to get to today. We have another college football list that's going to upset Trevor, probably. Um, maybe not. Why definitely. do you why you, you get joy in that? By the way, everybody does. It's fun. Oh, okay, fine. It, it's a good time. I will have reaction to last night's NBA game. We, we both were wrong again. We uh, <laughs> just cannot get a game right in either one of these series. We've got some general news to get to, some general thoughts on the men's basketball front as we roll on, uh, some leftover thoughts on baseball as well, and then and just general nonsense. It, it's Wednesday. Weird Wednesdays are back. We're bringing that back because it's the offseason. we got, I mean, look, we've got what? Three and a half months before we have substantive sports radio. If. Then, I mean, you know, again, loosely substantive sports radio. So we have to have fun on every day, but especially on Wednesday. So we want you on the Thornton Sucks line to help us out. Again, 502-414-1450. Outside of having to work until the wee hours of the morning, uh, TK, how was the Tuesday night? How's your Wednesday been so far?
1: Uh, Wednesday's been fine. Woke up around, you know, periodically through the day just to make sure everything was going okay. but And it was, and Scoot said game is here at about 2.30, but uh Last night was good. I got up here back at eleven, did work, did some stuff, left here about one thirty, went to White Castle, went home, ate, uh passed out. You did text me from the White Castle. I did not remember even texting you that. That's not good. <laughs>
2: text me I, from the, the drive thru. I
1: do remember I do remember being in the drive thru listening to Let It
2: Be. because like, what not, that's not the song that it was.
1: <laughs> I thought it's was... No,
2: Let It Go. Let It Go, yeah, Let It Be would be better. Let not... It Be would be a very different song. <laughs> Equally great in their own rights.
1: Ah, uh, it, it's and not that I was just like listening to the Frozen soundtrack. I, the, that and Snowman are a part of like a playlist. Has I mean, I has like six hundred songs on it.
2: And anytime I'm driving, I'll just go to that playlist and shit shuffle. And, oh, you so you have those on like your main? main oh, oh, yeah. I've got a Spotify list with like eight hundred, and there are every now and then. Like I think I've got that's one of the songs from Tangled that I think is oh good you can in there. See, yeah like I love it when I and last I see the light I'm like I and mean, people are like why is this following up Tupac hit him up I, like I don't
1: care <laughs> I got that happen to me with the freaks of the industry followed by like all for one one time yeah or something that's, yeah that's how it goes uh, and yeah and, and sadly I don't think the Frozen song might be the most embarrassing thing on there to play if I was to hit shuffle oh I've certain. got some
2: embarrassing ones
1: yeah but it's, it's so it just randomly goes through and. That just—it was actually—it was—it was, it was like a in Blowfish song. I was singing as I was pulling up, and just as I pulled up, the the Let It Go hit started. There was like two cars in front of me, like one car into being behind me. I had my window all the way down. I was just just loving it. Snow
0: glows white on the <laughs> mountains.
1: As I was pulling up, I was like, "The past is in the past." Like my arms out the window. <laughs> yeah, you got, you, I mean, you gotta emote when that song comes on. And I just looked over at one point, and people were
2: just like, looking, looking at me." I'm like, "What?" Like, what, have yeah, you never seen this before? Speaking <laughs> of singing with emotion, we had uh, Virginia's school program was today. Oh, that was, oh, she's she's officially a... She's officially done. Done. She's graduated one level already. She's, well, two. This is her second year school.
1: Okay. So... Well, she only had, she gets graduation from one year?
2: Well, it's not graduation, it's a school program. Oh, okay. She had her last full day yesterday, which was, you, know, you kind of do all the goodbye stuff, and then today it's... It's, it's different like all the parents are showing up all the grandparents are showing up and every class is singing she's first because hers her class is the youngest one going and so you know she's very much i think i've talked about this before she's very much of a, a character like she, showman get yeah she gets into character she's singing constantly she wants to dance she talks about wanting to be an actor she loved when we went to the frozen play and all that stuff and so you, you assume she's going to be like super into it but you, I mean, you never know. Like she's never performed in front of it. This is a big, big. They're in the big church. Like it's a, you got a couple hundred people there.
0: Wow, you never that's nice
2: So yeah, I mean, you never know how a kid's going to react to that when they look out there and they see, you know, a, a gigantic room full of people that you ninety-eight know, percent of them they don't know. Um, so she comes out. She sees us thankfully like, right away and gives us a wave. And then my mom who works at the school is sitting front row so she's able to, to help out but virginia i mean very into it very much i put the video on on instagram she's you know she's all over the place she's using the hands I'm she's on twitter i don't I'm, I'm not on instagram she she's she's singing very loud she's just she's super into it it was awesome the second song you could tell she didn't know quite as well and so, she you could do, she's got her favorites if she didn't like the song that much she wasn't going to belt it out uh, but she did great she was awesome uh, super happy we took some pictures afterwards and then we went outside we're like it's a beautiful day the lighting's perfect let's get some pictures with you and, and and Audrey your cousin and the rest of the family and then she thought she saw a worm and that was over she melted down after that just this is classic three-year-old, a worm classic three old behavior saw a worm that was it she was done she was I can't stand in the grass anymore I'm gonna freak out it's uh, very much the, the the toddler life but she did great and then we went home and she crashed and she slept for a little bit which she needed to but we're officially done. School's done zo. Summer is here. We're ready to go. Three full months. And then when we come back in August, it'll be both kids going to school for the first time, which will be madness. But that means the house will be empty at one point. The house will be will be empty. it the be, house
1: hadn't be like well, I guess it was empty for a brief time. Well, no, I mean has it ever have you
2: ever really had it empty completely? Well, Virginia started school. She was in school for like two months before John was born. Yeah, but Mary's no, so still
1: pregnant, so that was yeah, yeah barely empty.
2: I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we basically we didn't have anybody there for those times. Um, but yeah, ever since she's been born, it's I mean, there were a couple of – before the pandemic started. Like our original plan was like Mary's mom was coming into town, and she would would take care of both the girls when they were babies, and so I would drive them over to um, my sister in law's place. And so there were like there were times at the beginning when. Mary started back to work after maternity leave, where for a brief period we did have the house free and you know, we were just she would work upstairs, I would work in the basement. It was kind of like now, except a lot quieter. Uh, and then the pandemic happens, and then uh, you know, I'm not on radio anymore, and all of a sudden I'm watching a <laughs> now you're
1: home all the time, I, I'm watching a five
2: month old constantly uh, and breaking away and trying to get some work done when I can. But that was yeah, it, it very quickly shifted, but yeah, it'll be it'll be different. I mean, we won't have to have you know now when even when virginia goes to school we have to have childcare for john during the work hours so like next year for the first time like we won't have to have childcare until like you know noon on on school days which will be a change but very happy she she did one well one step
1: closer to the, them leaving the, the nest completely my man. man i don't want to think about that one but. just one step closer and next thing you know 18
2: years later you're free. It's time. It's, well, I'm, I already feel free. I don't want to be free.
1: I enjoy, <laughs> enjoy having the kids around. Yeah, wait till they're in their teens, and you'll be begging for the freedom. <laughs> Virginia, yes, John, I think is going to be okay. John, John will be fine. <laughs> think but, He's going to be a nerd. No, I don't. <laughs> well, that's you don't really have a nerd than like the popular kids. Popular kid make you worry.
2: Yeah, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I, I I never really got in trouble. I felt like I was pretty good for the most part. My parents were very. My parents were pretty lax too. Like they. My mom, her only rule was, like, if you're going to be home after midnight, like, just call. Like, you don't have, like, a, I, I never had, like, a strict curfew or anything like that. So I would just, like, call, like, 1145 and be, like, going to be late. And she was, she was pretty cool. I mean, my mom had a similar rule. She said, if you get home after midnight, just don't wake me up. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's kind of in the same boat, right? <laughs> exactly the same thing. Uh, on a much more uh, exciting and serious note, today, special day, we are officially 100 days away from kickoff of the Jeff oh. 100 days. The countdown starts now. Oh. After today, oh. no more triple digits. We get into double digits. Then we can start doing the thing where it's like 90 days, 80 days, like two months away. Uh, you, you say 100 days, and it feels like it's so close. And then you start, like, that's still what? three three and Three half and a half months. And yeah. you think about where you were three and a half months ago. Like the same amount of distance, going to the past. That's early February. Yeah, that was. We were still like, like miserable with basketball. We were debating like the latest <laughs> thirty-five point loss to Pitt or whoever we yeah. were playing at that time. Like that, and thankfully we—if that feels like it was a million years ago at this point—but that's uh, that. That's how far we have to go until we get to see U take on Georgia Tech, and then uh, a week later come home and play Murray State on that beautiful new field. Every time I see a shot of that field, I just. Ugh. When did we officially announce Prom as the coach? I forget. It's yeah, it's weird. I, can, I can I can remember the bowl game. I, can, the bowl I can game remember the date for Patino's announcement in March of 2001, but I can't remember. Well, I know Jeff was in December, and okay. I know it was relatively early because we played that bowl game on like the sixth. Oh yeah, and and he'd that, already been announced, and they were interviewed. Yeah, because right, Satterfield interview. left pretty soon after the UK game. And then Brom, the Brom search was a was less than a, a week. Yeah, December eighth was when Jeff was officially. Hired. Ah, that morning, the waking up
1: and seeing my te- my phone blowing up, worried that something happened to the station. It turned out it was Satterfield left for Cincinnati. It was that was the closest I've come to like coming down the stairs if I'd had stairs as a kid and finding all the presents under the tree.
2: The Satterfield morning was <laughs> one of the more surreal mornings. <laughs> It came out of nowhere. It did, but you know we've had news like that before, and typically it's like it's Florida's because it's been it's been bad. You haven't wanted the yeah. guy to go. This was the first, like you know, Supper. Charlie Strong leaving. There'd been a slow build up there. You kind of knew it, but when it actually happened, it still hit you. The Petrino leaving for the Falcons was a huge just slap like in the face. Like oh that my was god,
1: a, that was a nighttime one too. If I remember, whatever right. it happened, like yeah. it was.
2: I remember, you know, when you hear about it, you're like oh my god. Um, I mean, the Chris Mack thing kind of came out of nowhere too. Yeah. Like this one was like. It was a weird because like you know your first instinct is like oh my god like, you know we're so used to bad news like woe was me and then we all start kind of thinking about it and we're like I mean like this is kind of okay this is weird but like I I don't hate it I think we're gonna be fine here and uh, th- then I think when the reality starts to set in that it's probably going to be swap a swap of Scott Satterfield for Jeff Brom I think everybody's like this is kind of a good day
1: I think the insane thing about Satterfield is if you'd woken up to expect to hear the news he was leaving you expected it to been he was let going in right. You had, I mean, uh, not in a million years would I've been like. I would have thought you were like pranking me, or uh, what, what was the uh, Ashton Kutcher show? The what, what was that? Punked, punked, yeah, you were gonna punk me, you know that, that. That I wake up and see these going on. <laughs> the team are about to play. <laughs> I mean, it was very strange. I it's just you can't. Uh, he, he, my, no one's imagination can even write that in a movie plot.
2: No, I mean an old <laughs> rival and one that you kind of view as—I know they've been better than us in recent years, but historically we view Cincinnati football as being a peg or two below us, beneath us, yeah. And yeah, you know, I, I know they're making the move to the Big Twelve, which changes things a little bit, but still, like it was like—you know—if if you are Louisville and you lose a quarterback, uh, I mean a, a coach, I should say. Like historically, you're thinking massive step up. Like you're you're thinking. Howard to Oklahoma. You're thinking John L to Michigan State. You're thinking Bobby to the NFL. Charlie to Texas. And, and when it's Satterfield to to Cincinnati, you're like, oh, well, this is this is something. I was so happy it happened. I didn't even worry about that. It was a,
1: a lateral move at bar at best.
2: I did love the because <laughs> I, I know they posted the the KRC clip of them finding out live on air where Roush is just like, oh. Oh, <laughs> and T- oh! And TJ's like, quit messing. With him. He doesn't believe him. He's like, that's not real. We're I mean, you all fooled by stuff in this day and age. I don't blame TJ at all. I, I kind of, if I hadn't gotten the text from like seventy-five different people, I would have had the same react.
1: I also did love TJ telling his Louisville fan wife Anna that it happened. She, she's like, <laughs> yeah. okay. She's like, I'm changing a diaper. <laughs> Great to hear. Oh she's man, just so zero care. <laughs>
2: That was a, a a day for the books, for sure. Yes. And it's weird to think like, that feels like it was so long ago, too. Like That that also feels like it was, I know it was, what, I guess like six months ago. That feels like it was a year and a half ago. I feel like... I mean, yes. Yeah, because we had the bowl game afterwards. I feel like we've already like been in the Brom era. I know we haven't played a game, but it feels like we've been in the Brom era for so much longer than we actually have. Well, I think, and we still have so far to go until that first game.
1: I think the fact the basketball season put like... Like it was like a cigarette that had seven years to our lives, or took away seven years from our I mean, lives. Hell yeah!
2: When the Braum news like, was announced, the basketball season was basically already over. Like, uh, like super we, we, heavy we bad.
1: We spent we spent. That's why it does feel like it's been so long because you know normally you get the news, we decide excited about, it, you talk about it for a week or so, you know, and periodically you bring it up, but for the most part, you know, we're enthralled in the basketball season, and we would like to expect at least until you know late March, mid March. Yeah, but you're right. Like already in December. I mean, I'm not that we haven't talked about the basketball team, but we've been more focused on this football team for the last, like you said,
2: six months now. Well, basketball's still gotten focused, but it's been. Yeah, but not good focus. Yeah, it's been more like (laughs) debate and like the fans are at each other's throat. Depressed. Football Football has just been like, hey, another good player signed up. Hey, a good player signed up. Hey, people think we're going to be good. It's just been a lot of positive, which is like, it's awesome. And it's, it's, I like talking about it more, but it's not as good for radio because people. You know, they, they want the blood. They want the, the debate. They want the Kenny Payne's the greatest thing in the world versus Kenny Payne's the worst thing in the world uh, debate, which man, we've gotten that pretty much every damn day for the last six months. And we've still got six more months before we get going again. But it was, yeah, it, it was strange to have a basketball season where you, you felt like, I mean, I think we were still winless at that point. I don't think we'd won a game. When <laughs> no, we Jeff had to win a game, by When this. Jeff got hired, I don't think so. I mean, Western, I think, was like December 20th or around then. That first win, December fourteenth was our first win. So we were so we were
1: winless when we hired Jeff Brown. When
2: Jeff Brown was hired, we were zero eight, and we were about <laughs> to lose to Florida State, who was one and ten by twenty-two the next day.
1: <laughs>
2: but Western was going to get it that Wednesday. Hey, it's Wednesday now, and then it's Rick the was about to get fired.
1: Uh, let's let's not talk about the basketball team anymore.
2: <laughs> uh, real quickly on the, on the bats, I did see this before coming in. Ellie De La Cruz has now been named by ESPN as the number one prospect in all of baseball. Nice. Not just Reds organization, not just wherever. Number one prospect.
1: They didn't, need them. They, they didn't need them last two days. He may have played today, I don't know, but they didn't need them last two days yesterday. They just they have been just laying it on the mats of Syracuse.
2: I don't like, I mean, the, the Bats Twitter account comes out today and just says that they were trolling yesterday. We, we did get the text on the text line. Somebody was like, I have it on very high authority that Elliot's just getting a day off. And then the bats account comes out today, and they're like, "Yeah, we were just we were bleeping with you, like we were, we were messing with you on purpose." He was in on it. Um, I don't. I love the bat social media account. I don't like to. Don't do that to me. <laughs> Let's not do that again. That, um, was, that was not cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Never again. I mean, what's what's? The, I mean,
1: you want the bats to be good, but what's the worst that would happen? He would come to your Reds. Well, I know
2: that's what I'm saying. I want him to go. Oh, okay. I want him up. With I mean, a big you should,
1: you're good either way, though. I mean, but uh, he's with the bats of the Reds. You're doing well. I mean, you're a bats fan. I, I do love the bats. Yeah, love my bats. You know, it just blew my mind the other day. They were talking about something on the game, and I don't know why it's me because I'm old. I don't, maybe you're right there with me. We're like, I still want to be the Redbirds again. You know, I, I, I like to be in the Redbirds, and it bugs me more that Memphis has it now. It's been it's a long sucks. time, man. I, I know it's been a lot. That's what, that, and then that's what was brought up during the the game. I don't remember if it was Jim or Nick brought it up that said. You know they were what the, they were the Redbirds for 18 years, and then they be
2: they've been the Bats now longer than they were ever the Redbirds. Yeah. that's just I don't know. I just insane to think about that for me. It's like thinking about the fact that we've been in the ACC now longer than we were in the Big East. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it's like yeah. how I called the St. Louis Rams L.A. for the, almost the whole time they were there. They were there for 20 years, and of course now they're back in L.A. So I'm actually right. But I mean, it's just yeah, it's just insane to think that. They've been the bats for twenty four years, and they were only the Redbirds for eighteen. Um,
2: yeah, that is kind of weird.
1: But it
2: has—it's been the bats for a long time now. Yes.
1: Why didn't you count just bats, the entire bats,
2: River bats as well? We have to send a, a big um, Rutherford Show virtual hug out to Intern Patrick last night. Oh no! Manuel gets beat. In Eastern the, cheated. The seventh region semifinals, clearly cheating being done by Eastern oh, wow. and stay X for that matter. Trinity got beat. I, I don't later. know about you, but I'm pretty sure their shortstop was on steroids. Had to have been. Yeah. Uh, Eastern pulls the the two one upset. They'll play Saint X on Friday night in the seventh region championship game. That Saint X Trinity game, by the way, had five U of L commits in it, including the Saint X pitcher who uh, was, was very good, big left hander. Yeah. Beat Trinity last year in the seventh region finals. Uh, he and then committed to Louisville that night, which was a, a pretty cool thing. But um, our, our guy, our, our boy Patrick, uh, sees his his baseball career end. And, well, let me ask you before I, I talk mm, about why this. Why is he not here? As I say, it's not I don't mean me, but if it's over, where are you at,
0: dude?
2: <laughs> I forget when basket, our senior year of high school, like, the basketball team lost in the region tournament, like a hard-fought game to Ballard, who ended up being like the state runner-up, and promised there. I'm like, bro, practice, 7 a.m. tomorrow. You better bleep and be there. We're like, <laughs> look, it's time. It's baseball season now. Move on. Uh, but, yeah, Patrick, we'll see you tomorrow. But... Uh, <laughs> you I mean you talked about you you played basketball growing up some other sports growing up do you right. have a, a painful loss that sticks out like like one memory that you just when you think of oh yeah St. Matthew's Little
1: league we our, we went undefeated for when we went undefeated our my one year I came't I think it was 89 or 80 or 90 and in my second year we went undefeated all the way up to like near the end of the season and we got beaten our first game in the tournament to the bulls. Mm. And I was just so mad. And I remember one, I can't remember their te- the, the guy on their team. We, we were talking smack the whole game to each other. And like, we ended up just getting in a fight in the sh- handshake line. <laughs> like, he said something smart. I don't know, I, Actually, I, I'm the one who probably said something smart, enough, to be honest with you, in hindsight. But in this in this version of the story, he said it. And I just remember turning around, just like, just m- me mugging him from behind. He, and then we just started, you know the 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 the, the, arm, the fist being thrown I think maybe half of yeah, each of us connect like half a punch because everybody's just you know separating us and
0: hey hey, yeah, hey, hey hey yeah
1: the pushing thing you know you know the kid fight right of course yeah the 11 year old that was that was I mean because granted my you know my athletic you know career ended around not too long after that anyway but that was one of my most depressing yeah because that was I mean I don't like losing and when you when you're undefeated for almost two years. And you get knocked off in the in the tournament as well. Because, I mean, we had, like, you know, two tournament games to win a championship at St. Matthews at the time. And, the, and that team was, like, just kind of our rival. That was, that was yeah. That was We were the Lakers, and they were the Bulls on top of it. Ugh. And this was, you know, circa, like, 1990. It was, I, that was very upset, yeah.
2: But I, I and felt, sort of a sore loser, as you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> I, I felt for Patrick last night and all the – it's the manual seniors and, and the Trinity seniors for that matter, too, because – It just reminded me of like like, my senior year. We were very good. We'd lost to one team in the state going into the postseason. We'd beaten Saint X, I think, thirteen to nothing in the regular season game, and we're playing them in the region semifinals. And we we get up three to nothing in the first. We're all kind of thinking, "Here we go again." And then we end up getting beat like shockingly four to three, like this huge. And it's one of those deals where one, you know, I'd kind of assumed like the first few weeks of my summer were going to be chasing a state title, like, you know, going to semi-state, the same thing we'd done the year before, going all the way to state championship. Game. I definitely didn't think we were going to lose at that point. And then, two, like Patrick, at that point, I decided I wasn't going to, you know, to play in college. I, I talked to, like, Transy and Franklin, and I decided I didn't really want to do that. I wanted to go to Dayton and have the, the big school college experience and all that stuff. And so, you know, this was kind of like it was the last row. And I was a kid growing up who had been, like, sports were – Like everything to me. It was like they, I played everything I could. It's kind of how I like found an identity. I was a very, very shy kid and kind of like used sports to, I mean, hell, I mean, most of my best friends now are still people that I either played with or that I learned, like like met through sports growing up. And it's this weird feeling when you lose. And you can say this about any level. If you, you know, if your last game is eighth grade, if it's high school, if it's college, if it's your last pro game or whatever, it's this weird feeling you've identified yourself your whole life as this athlete. And then once I got to high school and, and stopped playing football and just baseball was like, you know, I'm, I'm a baseball player. And then in the snap of a finger, the, the flip of a switch, like, you're not anymore. And it's this just strange feel. I remember sitting out there like after the game and like, you know, I, I came out I hugged my parents and everybody was, was very tearful. Saw my friends, talked to them. And I kind of just sat down for a second, like stared at the field and was just like, you know, it, it, it doesn't set in immediately, but there's this, initial feeling of, like, that's that's it. Like, it's it's over. Like, I was a baseball player 10 minutes ago, and now I'm not, and I never really will be again. Like, we played a couple of tournaments later that summer, and, you know, I played intramural sports in college and softball when I got older. But, like, it's, you know, you're not – to, to quote the Sandlot, like you're not part of the game anymore. Like you're you're removed from being like in that. You're you're depressing. You should no gone no. I'm just saying <laughs> I gone it's gone a second. <laughs> but like it, it's a it, it's a moment. Like you know you know, just yeah. you deal with it and it, you know, it, it takes a while to get over. And I, I, I whenever I see you know friends' kids or like high school kids when they have their season end, you always just you feel for them because I know what that feels like to go through, especially when sports have meant a lot to you. So I definitely felt bad for, for Patrick and all the kids last night who saw their seasons end because it was, I mean, 20 years ago now, and I'm, I I certainly still think about it. It sucks, and, uh, we, you know, whenever whenever it ends, it ends, and you turn the page, better things are to come, but still it's that that part of your life that meant so much to you for you know the first however many years just having to close that book and, and you know, you lose a little bit of yourself, which is always painful, always yeah, painful.
1: You waited till after high school to do the college. I did it, like, around, like, seventh grade. So, like, so I, I didn't, like, do sports as much. I was more into, you know, I, I still loved watching sports, don't get me wrong, but, you know, I was more, instead of, like, wanting to, you know, be involved with the teams, I wanted to, you know, hook up with some teens. And, and so, and then. <laughs> you can do both. <laughs> you have, you th- I have multitasking issues sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. Uh, in a similar notion, as you, as you get older, and when I'm next thing you know, you snap your fingers and you're in your mid 20s, yeah, and that kind of opportunity has gone by. And you look back and go, Man, I shouldn't have. I, I, I'm kind of, you got to at least, you know, I know, you, like you said, it ended with you, but you got to at least do that. And that, that's something that you even at least when I do it, I look back and like, kind of like, Man, I. Sure. I mean, I, I should have like, tried to I should I should instead of trying to get, you know, baked in the second base with, you know, <laughs> with with Stephanie, I should have, you know, j- stayed on the basketball team or or
2: joined the foot, you know, tried to actually go out for football or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I man, I don't think your is unique. I think though I knew a lot of kids in high school, especially I mean, I knew some kids who were really really good athletes who you, you know, you get when you're 15, 16 years old, other things seem more important at the time and then you look back when you're 22, 23 and you're like that was that was dumb yeah
1: i mean now you go play i not mean, play pickup ball you know and, sure. and stuff like that until you know my knees finally gave out but but still yeah i mean it's just yeah it kind of, and that's why like when i especially when i see you know and I, and I know we feel like you know the old man you know back in our day you don't know, no one of those guys but when you see these college kids just like not wanting to like you know i like mean, take every inch of it man if you can stay in college another year and live that experience while being on a team and you know, just, just stay with it, man. I, I don't know how much more tell you. I know you. Then again, people probably told me that when I was a kid, and I probably blew them. I would blow. I did exactly. blow them up, same way. So it's I mean. impossible
2: to understand. And yeah, it, it's until you, know,
1: you actually are
0: there,
2: right? And I think you see that a lot of times with you'll hear the stories of college kids who just get burnt out or like just don't want to deal with the discipline or whatever, and they'll leave, and then it'll be you know three or four months down, and they'll be like, "I miss it so much. I want to get back." But when you're in that moment, you can have everybody telling you. I mean, you know, we. You, Growing up playing, like you know, the summers when I'm like 16 years old, you'd have umpires all the time. Be like, you gotta live this up. Like you'll never, and you know, you hear that and you're like, yeah, whatever, old man. You, you, <laughs> it's impossible to understand it until you actually get older, and, and yeah, you realize. Like, or even
1: seeing like professional players n- not injury related retire at like 29 or 30. Yeah, I'm like, I know you I mean, don't, man. You, you see a Barry Sanders or you know a late Jim Brown retire when he's 29. I mean, you've got years left in you, man. It's- I mean, I'm sure they, in hindsight, you know, they, they don't regret it, but. It's easy to say for us because we would kill to like have
2: that to opportunity. To have those three,
1: four more years just to be on top and be but there. We I mean, also
2: aren't putting in the work. Like we're, we're not going through it. We don't know what it's like. So it's just. It's, well, some of those players probably weren't either. <laughs> <I> yeah, mean, <laughs> it is it's, not it's the, the two I is. mentioned. They were, but yeah. All right, when we come back, I want to talk a little football. We've got a list out from ESPN ranking the uh, oh the, now the future, I know I'm already gonna be mad <laughs> the future power <laughs> rankings of offenses. They're trying to break down the 25 best offenses in college football over the next three seasons. Man, this is full on. Like off season list stuff, which is great. It's, it's fine. Yes. Adam Rittenberg, big friend of the program. We'll talk about his list coming up after the break. We'll take some text from you guys as well at 502 414 1450. It's Mike Rutherford show here on a Wednesday on 1450 and 96 1 The Big X. <laughs>
0: I'll
2: be to Tina Turner, the queen of like rock, rock and roll, so passed away at the age of 83 today. It was announced right before we came on the air. Uh, certainly, we're, we're very sorry. Uh,
1: my, very sad. My old plans for playing Boston bands. Well, sorry. Sorry to the, the people out there hoping to hear New Kids
2: on the Block today. I'm sorry for your loss, Trev. I'm be sorry for theirs, too. For, the, for yours as well.
1: Yeah. I was thinking about something just by the way during the break. Okay. I'll, I'll jump in here before you make me mad on your list. I'll make you mad about something first. What's that? I, I, I know uh, you're begrudgingly holding back the happiness of, of moving the show over here for, for a, a decent amount of time. But the one positive I thought was at least now we can daily make bets on games. Well, I don't bet though. Well, the, the, the worst news to that is that all that's left is baseball now, really, yeah. other than like one NBA series. NHL, I guess. I did win a money on the crack in one game. There you go. Did the Panthers sweep?
2: The Panthers are up 3 0. Panthers are in Miami, right? Say what? The Panthers are in Miami, right? Um, I don't know where the Florida Panthers
1: are. (laughs) I know they're not in Tampa, because that's the Lightning. Right. It'd have to be (laughs) Miami. I was thinking about this last, because I heard scoots on KRC yesterday mention how, like, with the exception of baseball, because they're not in postseason yet, all in basketball and hockey,
2: all Florida is represented except for the Orlando Magic. They're in, yeah, they're based in Sunrise, Florida, which is greater Miami area. Okay. Yeah. I just I start
1: thinking about that. I, was like, I never really can remember where Florida Panthers are.
2: Yeah, I, I honestly I never thought about it until you just said. It. I was like, oh, I was like, I am pretty sure that's right. But I'm-
1: I mean, there is only how many options do you have? You have Miami, you have Orlando, and you have Jacksonville, you know, Tampa, Jacksonville. I guess yeah, those four. Even Jacksonville's like, I mean, Jacksonville's not really Jacksonville's like global level. How uh, they got an NFL team is still kind of amazing.
2: Well, they will look for a series sweep tonight at eight o'clock on TNT. The the Panthers hosting the Hurricanes. They lead the series 3 0. Uh last night we had who, who was the did the stars is that over? I, th- no, I think they were both
1: 2 0, so the, the Vegas has to be up 3 0, maybe.
2: I think yeah, I think last night was game three and the Panthers were already up three nothing. So I don't know who won. The internet's not working, so we can't work. rebooted it. Yeah, that's I re- sound something Canadian there. I bo- I rebooted it. Thank you for that. Maybe okay, I get to boot to it. On this pace, maybe it'll start working on I don't know, Friday. Probably Friday at six oh one. We'll get the internet up and firing here at the L College of Business Remote Studios as I get an error 404 title. That's fine.
1: Uh, we we t- <laughs> you know, the Golden Knights did win 4-0 last night and are up 3-0. Okay, so we, so we're we, looking at sweeps. Uh, all the finals in both
2: sports are just... The Celtics showed some art last night. A little bit, for sure. Uh, 502-414-1450 is the Thorntons text line. We'll take some text just based off the nonsense we discussed in the first half hour or so. The first text, and you know it's always a good start when the first text says this, is Trevor High... The Silver Creek thing is insane. LOL. Sadly, no. It was. It, I kind of. Is there some moments I like to? Be, I should just say yes, just for my own like dignity. But no. It was amazing how confident you were that you know when I said Silver Creek Dragons, you were like CL, and just it didn't register that. I don't know where the L came from. I don't either. I, I don't. I, I don't know. Texas. Everyone knows that CL stands for Creek Life. There you go. That's that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Well, they call it, they don't call it Silver Creek they call it the Creek. Like Fern like Creek, creek yeah. yeah. Creek on 3. Texas says, uh that commercial makes me not want to play Wooded View. Well, well don't show, don't say that. $25. <laughs> Texas in honor of Tina Turner can Trevor do a couple bars from Nutbush City Lemons. I don't know what that I, is. What? I don't know what that is. Did, should you have read that? I don't know. Should I be googling this? you I said city limits right yeah that's a song it is yeah i just i
1: didn't know i'm not familiar with it. it's it's, it's with her and ike uh it says a church house
2: gin house a school house and outhouse. i love the opening lyrics Texture says uh since it's getting hot outside name your top three ben and jerry ice cream flavors uh he says mine are tonight dough s'mores and then netflix and chilled I don't know if there
1: are Ben and Jerry flavor because I don't need to get Ben and Jerry because I don't I'm not one to pay like four dollars for a pint of ice cream at the gas station.
2: Well, I'll, I don't go to the gas station, but I I'll I pay four dollars for like, like a it.
1: giant tub of ice cheap ice cream because I'm cheap. But my flavors are mint chocolate chip, no matter who makes it.
2: Uh, anything with cherry in it, and then uh, cookies and cream. Well, I'll actually answer the question. Um, I'll go tonight. Dough is the best. I mean, you would love tonight. Though. That's cookie dough, right? No, it's 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 not cookie dough.
1: But what's the dough stand for?
2: Tonight dough, it's got like 50 different things in it. It's got Jimmy Fallon on the front of it. Oh, I don't want it. It's very, very good. Two, I'll say the fish food, and then three, the whatever the brownie core one is. I'd look it up if I could have the internet, but I can't. One of my favorite things was like I was in line at Kroger one time, and I had tonight dough like in my basket, and this guy behind me is like, you got that foul and he's got that good stuff. He's got that foul and I was like don't, I was like and now I want to put it back. Well, now
1: the Cherry Garcia was a bit in Cherry Garcia uh, is, that, is that, that's, that's going up there because don't they have like a don't they have a burnout flavor too? They've got a bunch of stuff. There's something that's like it's something that's weed related. It's like called like the Half-baked. half baked. Yeah, that's
2: Half-baked okay. Half baked is actually really good too.
1: Yeah, I, I am saying I recognize that. I mean, the the Jerry the, the one you're just mentioning, I don't and that, is that a newer one? though? Yeah. It was like Probably five, six, seven years ago. That's newer to me because I don't – I mean, I would sometimes get to back into my younger days, but it's been so long since I'd – usually i go to Walgreens and get, like, the the the, the bigger version. You know, like the uh, – um, I don't remember what they're called, but the, 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 the you can get, like, a big version of another van from what you can get a pint of Ben Jerry's. But I do remember Cherry Garcia, and I remember half-baked liking those. I, fish food was what I ate. A bunch in car. I remember fish food too because that's the one for fish, the band.
2: F- yeah, exactly. F- yeah. And then now I'm strictly tonight though if we're going Ben and Jerry's. What's in a half baked? I can't remember now. I don't know. It's good.
1: I'm going to type in half baked and it's just going to be like, <laughs> nothing to do with ice cream. Okay, that's the peanut butter and cookie
2: dough. Okay. I do love cookie dough, so. Scoots texted in and said, "Big fan of the wooded view pun read, huh, Mike?" And says, "Also, that second one was like a twenty a minute, twenty five read that I had to try and squeeze into a minute." So I agree, doesn't he sound did. as good. Oh, I think it sounds better. And it yeah. says, "Also, the way that TK is so inquisitive about your house being empty slightly worries me, Mike."
1: Well, I was gonna come hang out more.
2: You don't wake up time to hang out.
1: I'm gonna come hang out. I'd Hang out at Scoots, but his roommate doesn't like people like sharing sharing Scoots with him. he's very protective of Scoots.
2: Can you? I mean, when they, the next time they have a scene from a TV show that takes three people, that's when you're going to make your big entry.
1: Well, I do go over there sometimes when we do scenes from Friends. I play Joey.
2: Where's the boy at, TK? <laughs> it's always the wire. That's why I always
1: walk in. I'm just like, could I be
2: wearing any more clothes? Start doing Breaking Bad. <laughs> I don't know Breaking Bad. I don't know Mad Men either. Scooter, <laughs> we need to cook. <laughs> Texas said, that "I still can't believe that since he, the year coming after coming off of a playoff, took Scott Satterfield, it feels like they could have swung a bigger stick. I think Cincy fans, for the most part, agree with you."
1: Now, <laughs> when you see where the, the coach leaves, is, the team is happier that he left than the team that he gets. Especially, like the texture <laughs> said,
2: when the team getting the coach just went to the college football playoff, like you know, the pinnacle of the sport. They, you know, they, they were coming I mean, off of their best run in program <laughs> history. If ever the time, to, you know, if ever there was a time to strike while the iron was hot, this was it. And they struck and got Scott Satterfield.
1: I feel this is how Tulsa felt when we took Cragthorpe.
2: No, they were they were <laughs> furious. Like they warned him back after we got. But fired. they end up didn't. They, whoever replaced him actually ended up doing better than we did with Cragthorpe. I thought maybe. All, all I remember is like when we fired Steve Craig, though, Like all these Tulsa fans I remember reading, they were like, bring him back. Like, it's time it's time to come even home. He was that great at Tulsa. I mean, it wasn't. That's the weird thing. It like, like he one like one
1: eight win season
2: and the rest was like mediocre. He never won more than eight games, which is yeah. crazy. Texas says, I miss the Riverbats.
1: Oh, thank you. I miss the
2: Riverbats.
1: Oh, you know, that? I forgot. you know who replaced Crackthorpe? I forgot. It's it Todd Graham. Oh, who <laughs> who in his own right had his own like weird ways of moving and leaving. He, yeah, that's one way to put it. <laughs> he did. go to three out of three four years there. He went to three bowls and won and won more than ten games all three of those years.
2: So yeah, he did do better. Texas says, "What's a jersey number for your team that it feels weird seeing somebody else wear?" For me, seeing anybody in eighty for the Giants—that's not Victor Cruz—will always feel wrong.
1: Well, depends I mean, on the sport. Yeah, because I mean, in some of those like. And for me, with the Eagles in particular, five and twenty McNabb and, and and Dawkins are retired, so no one's wearing them. Um, I don't know. I mean, no one's wearing thirty one in the Pacers. I mean, it was a little weird when, as a kid, when I I liked Chuck Person who wore forty five, and when he got traded, the next year Rick Smith switched to forty five. He was twenty four and went to forty five, but he wore the rest of his career, which is kind of a little weird. But
2: I think I've talked about this before, but like the least sports thing about me is I don't. Like I have very little knowledge when it comes to like numbers. Like, even when you were younger, yeah, I never got into it. Like I, you know, I, I know oh, some man. of the big ones, but like ofL player, even UFL players, like they'll graduate, and a lot of times I'll be like, you know, unless it's a a memorable quarterback or a wide receiver, people will be like, you know, what number was he? I, I just have no idea. I just I don't. It, that never really set with me, especially with pro, pro sports. Now I will say, with the Reds, seeing whoever wears nineteen after Votto, if somebody does, will feel weird, but like. With U of L sports, especially basketball, I feel like the biggest ones, at least the ones that haven't been retired, are like they're You think of multiple players. Like I, I think thirty-two. I think of multiple players. Five. Well, I think of I, multiple I think players. Of eight, yeah. I mean, I think of Gar- Franny Garcia as well. Um, I, I just think that you know, there's there's a cycle there. Um, but I, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater at five definitely. Yeah. I think about that, and then certainly Lamar with eight. Um, Parker wore eleven, didn't he? I think Devontae was nine. I'll tell you, wears eleven in the pros. That's what it is. Yeah.
1: Okay. See, I've seen him in the pros so long now; it, it just bleeded into my college years. I guess. I guess. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I. I guess. I mean, I think Samaki Walker fifty two, just because I had that jersey as well. I can see that. I mean, I had I had the the black Louisville jersey when I was.
2: Uh, Tobias Hopper fifty five, of course. Nobody <laughs> forgets that. Nobody forgets that at all. How how could the Hodge Turner wore four? The undershirt, Tobiah, big undershirt. The pageant was four, right? Padgett was four. Yeah, that's correct. Rashad Brooks double zero. Yeah, can't
1: be duplicated. I mean, the NFL now with the play with the, with positions able to just like wear whatever they want, which I'm not a fan of. Uh, it does kind of, and I don't know. I mean, I'm not a fan of it, but I'm not like going old man completely on it because I don't. I guess I have kind of like given less care about the numbers things. Like I used to be able to like you could name a number and I could name you like three NBA players that wear it. Like any number, I could just go well, except for you know ones that you know, aren't allowed to be used. But uh, but yeah, I mean, but now I just like back in the day, I could tell you Dennis Rodman wore number 10 and after that he wore 91 because nine plus one was 10 oh. and with the Bulls because 10 was Jerry Sloan's number, which was retired.
2: You know that one of the proposed rule changes in college basketball is that players will no longer have to wear digits lower than five. Like they can go full on because you, know, you can't have a digit in your number that's Two. bigger than five now. Yeah, you but, couldn't do it because the refs with the two hands right. singles. Yeah. and now apparently they're proposing a rule that would wipe that away. So we could have a player wearing like I don't know seventy one, which would be well, what's the worst number? The the zero through ninety nine. What's the like the least just splashy number you can? Because seventy one's got to be up there. Yeah, I don't. It's not, I don't know. But sixty seven.
1: See, well, you're right. Actually, where I was because there was a player that played for the Blue Jays when I was growing up, and he wore this number, and I always thought it was the goofiest thing. It was Juan Guzman he wore sixty six. And I don't know why. Maybe it just makes you think of six six six. Well, yeah, I think everybody. everybody. Yeah, so I'm like, I never like, I loved Juan Guzman and his Jerry curl, but I never like, I just he went number. I always like, kind of, I was like, I don't know. It's kind of weird that now, you see like offensive linemen still wear it. and I'm just like, yeah, sixty six. Uh. Of course, Landon Dickinson were
2: sixty nine. But see, it was made an impression on you. So it did. Well, you're right. It that's did. That's not the least conspicuous jersey you can make. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know, like 71-67, I thought thirty seven. 37 Who stock- cares about 37?
1: Like, can you name anything significant with the number 37?
2: I was 37 last year. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That was the first thing I thought of. Uh, Texas says, speaking of baseball, UFL did a ribbon-cutting ceremony just a few weeks back on Patterson Stadium, and everyone was all smiles. Hell, they even had just beaten UK. Dan was thanking Josh and Mr. Patterson. Braum was even there. It's a far cry from Dan's seemingly unhappiness with the AD support This week. I've got an update on that. Would you like a hot, hot L baseball scoop here? Yeah, I want it hot. Josh Hurd and Dan McDonald were in Atlanta together last night watching Bobby Miller make his professional debut with the Dodgers. Um, I mean, you had a a Louisville battery last night. Bobby Miller pitching to Will Smith. That was pretty cool for the Dodgers. Miller went five innings last night. Um, Only gave up one run. Looked good. His last inning was was a solid one, two, three inning. Hit 100 miles an hour with the fastball, showing that full array of stuff. But Dan McDonald and Josh Hurd were down there together, which I think goes to show there are some strides being made to repair good. whatever was uh was, was wrong in this relationship that Dan aired out over the weekend. So that, that was I thought that was good news from last night.
1: Or they just he just met Josh down there on his way to Alabama for an interview. I don't think that's what happened. Because <laughs> they're, they're they're in uh, they're in the SEC tournament right now. I think Alabama played Kentucky last night, didn't they? I have no idea. Baseball season's over to me. College baseball yeah, over. How, how how has Alabama been able to go forward? I mean, didn't didn't they get caught like betting on themselves? They did fire their coach.
2: Well, yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I guess they don't punish the kids, right? Well, apparently, like eight college coach like teams, have now gotten in trouble for. Uh, Iowa had the big one. College baseball, hotbed of cheating. In I mean, can you blame role. them though? Because that's I
1: mean, if you're going to go after a sport, do one that's kind of off the radar, right? Yeah. I mean, you're doing it in basketball, football. It's gonna you're gonna get caught probably a lot quicker.
2: Texture says uh, I went zero for five at the plate in my last district softball game as a senior, but I'm still mad at the right fielder who dropped a routine fly ball and let the winning run score in extra innings. That was 17 years ago. People don't forget. Making the last out of a game growing up was such a terrible feeling. Like especially like as a kid playing like little league because you. you Somebody has to make the last out, and you just it hit harder when you're like seven years old. I remember, I remember making the last out in a game and being like, "Well, that sucks." Like you just you feel like it's it's your fault. I made the, the last out in our first loss my senior year. We started off I think thirteen and zero, and I made the last out, and it was a it was, it's always just a terrible feeling. But
1: I had the game winning hit one year in my last year of softball. There you go. I, I done I, you know it's crazy because I was like what like seven six seven years. I don't even remember how old it was. You played softball. Yeah, I played I played two years of softball, and then played one year of baseball. Okay. I didn't do I didn't do machine pitch. I went like straight from softball to like baseball. You mean like coach pitch? No, like we got there pitching. You didn't like, play softball when you were a kid? No. I did. Maybe did it really get rid of it for boys? I don't know.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I went know straight from fun. like
1: T ball to softball. I did, if you're softball and then it was, like when you're baseball then I kinda of focused on basketball. I wouldn't Are you sure they didn't
2: just like make up a league for you and no, bring was, kids around and make you feel better no. by yourself? <laughs> Let me do that for basketball. <laughs> <laughs> is this what I had to go? Is, is this what I had? Big no, and little kindergarten. I no, because I, was, I not played. Every I, kid did big and little kindergarten. Because
1: I played at Linden, Linden Ballpark. Anyway, don't don't don't, don't pee on my moment.
0: This
1: <laughs> <laughs> is my only like, game winner in my history. The thing was, was I didn't even like realize I'd done it. Like I was just like just kind of naive. I'm like I just remember getting the hit right in the first. And, like, just standing there, and everybody's all excited. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, and I, was, I was like, oh, we won the game? All right. It's over. <laughs> no clue. I code. But my one-year baseball was okay. I took. you I made All-Stars my one-year baseball. There you go. Only because I had the Pini Caviglia bat. Like, if I could get a hold of it. I am not going to snot off it, but I am striking out probably the other four times.
2: It was a special All star team. Yeah, they, they didn't they didn't practice or play games, no. but they told me that I was really really good and I was on it.
1: I, play, I played first and right, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, I was only on the team just as like a pinch hitting situation, and we went zero and one, and I never got to bat or get on the field for that matter. Well, that's not fun. No, well, I mean, but that, I made the team,
2: right? That's all that matters. You got the that's, gear, yeah. Uh, we'll take a break. we we'll back at 4 o'clock hour. We'll talk about this list from Adam Rittenberger of ESPN. talking Predicting the 25 best offenses in college football for the, I think, next five years is the list. We'll talk about that. And then more text from you guys at 502-414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show on a Wednesday. Here from Sunny, Jeffersonville, Indiana on 1450, the Big X. Oh, yeah. oh. Welcome back in hour number two here on the Wednesday edition of the Mike Weatherford Show on 1450 and 96.1 The Big I X. I just checked the email. I, I know. I don't. I think I've talked about getting one of these emails before. I don't know how I get on these lists. But this one, there's, there's a lot of, like, Kentucky-specific lists, and typically they're just, whatever, like, the state of Kentucky ranks 38th in people who are worried about uh, getting diabetes from candy. I'm like, I don't know. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's something very specific. Kentucky, I don't think we're worried about getting diabetes in the state. <laughs> Kentucky's favorite, uh, you know, their fifth favorite rapper is Drake. I'm like, I don't, okay, thank you. But this one I just saw, it says, uh, Brian Brian McKinney, a clinical researcher from Villa Hill's, Was left broke and heartbroken by a romance scammer. He's available for interview as part of a study from Social Catfish on the state of romance scams in 2023, which found Kentucky ranks 39th with 216 victims losing $2.2 million. In 2022, I think he read this before. I know there's something about this, but this sounds really
1: familiar. I think I'm gonna be deja vu.
2: But this guy, he's a reformed uh, a reformed Nigerian romance scammer (laughs) prince,
1: who now (laughs) serves
2: as a consultant for Social Cap. This is like Catch Me If You Can, except way less cool. Is also available for interview. He has leaked a romance scam training manual that we can provide to you a record 1.3 billion dollars was lost to romance scams in 2022, up 138% from 547 million in 2021. I think we need to have this guy on the show. Why? I mean, you want romance scams talk to me. This is the so this is the third person who's asked to come on the show today. We had or who's been like, "Hey, just so you know I'm available for whatever." Like Greer wants to he's promoting something with Racing Louisville, and I was like, we'll have you on. We might have to do it tomorrow because I think that none of our technology works. I don't even know if we can use – I don't even know if we have phones. We over have over. phones. We may have to – you may have to, like, I don't know, telegram your way into the show. I don't know how we can do that. But so he hit me up, and then Jordan Sucher, who used to be on the U of men's basketball staff, he's he's with the, uh, the the TBT team, which announced today that Shinano Onowaku is the latest member of the, the basketball tournament team for the Ville, and he was like, I'm helping out with the team – any player you want, any interview you want, you just just say the word, we'll have them on. And then now a Nigerian a reformed Nigerian romance scammer. that sounds like a hell of a show. Greer, Chinata Wanawaku, Shane Bahanan, somebody like that, and then reformed Nigerian romance scammer to bring it home. I'd listen to that <laughs> That sounds like the show you have when I'm not here. I'm passing, I mean, <laughs> I'm passing along the information to you. The
1: Nigerian scammer?
2: Yes. I don't want to be on his email Set list. Set this up. Well, the, the woman is Stacy, who's the Ooh, contact. Oh, really? Stacy. Stacy with an eye. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know she's freaky then. Okay. Well, now. I'm she's, just saying. Now, she, now, now we're up. That's done. Now, now that's yeah,
1: when, when a lady's eye on her name, it, it always means there's a freakness in there. No, it doesn't. Oh, yeah. It means they're dirty.
2: Never stop. <laughs> Speaking of, it uh, is 100 days to football. We talked about this early on. Uh, we've got uh, just 100 days until Louisville takes on Georgia Tech in Atlanta. And we have a football list to talk about. Adam Rittenberg from ESPN, the latest off-season list to generate conversation. Uh, he has tried to rank the 25 best offenses in college football for the next five years. Interesting Pursuit, interesting topic idea, whatever. Um, I'm with it. We can make it happen. I take it back over the next three seasons, even more of a limited scope. He has Louisville in the top 25. Would you care to venture a guess as to where they are? In the top 25 of offenses? Yeah, he's the predicted uh, 25 best offenses in college football for the next three seasons.
1: They love Brom, and they should. I'm going to say 16.
0: 24. Mm, On the
2: list. He says this uh, about L. Now, last year they did these rankings as well. They have a future quarterback power rankings and a future offense power rankings. I'm assuming we're going to get the future quarterback power rankings later. But Louisville was ranked in neither of those lists last year. They're 24 this year in the future offense power rankings. Kentucky, by the way, not listed. Oh hmm. Got Liam Cohen back. Nobody, nobody cares. <laughs> Western's 24. The Rams care.
1: <laughs> they were glad he left.
2: <laughs> Everybody's happy about it. Uh, This is what Rittenberg said about Louisville. Louisville falls into the projection category, but the offense should become a regular in this list, perhaps even in the top 10 under new head coach Jeff Brom. The mix of Brom's deep Louisville roots and his chops as an offensive innovator set the program up very well through 2025. Louisville has capitalized on the portal, adding two quarterbacks who know Brom and bolstering other areas such as wide receiver and offensive line. Plummer, who played under Brom at Purdue before spending last season as Cal starter, is set to lead the unit this fall. Allen, an ESPN 300 recruit in 2022, should be a bigger factor in 2024 and 2025, along with incoming four-star recruit Pierce Clarkson and others. He talks about the receivers, yada, yada, yada. There's your Trevor Drink of the Day. He then goes on to say Louisville lost talented uh, linemen. I've been
1: keeping him sober for a couple days, haven't I? I don't think
2: i am saying yada, yada, yada. I'm splashing him a little bit. But let, let, let him get a taste. <laughs> Texas Louisville lost talented linemen, but also added some other through the portal and tackles Willie Tyler, Eric Miller, and Lance Robinson, as well as guard John Paul Flores. The transfers could make up most of Louisville's starting offensive line in 2023, although senior center Brian Hudson returns, along with versatile junior Michael Gonzalez. Junior Joshua Black is a good depth piece, and Madden Sanker, a top recruit for 2023, should help in the upcoming seasons. Rushing leader Jawar Jordan returns. Louisville also added Wisconsin transfer, Isaac garrendo and they continue on. The team is thin at tight end, but freshman Jamari Johnson could play right away. And now I'm we have Joey Gatewood. And now we got Joey Gatewood. For now. He's he's gonna start. For I now. hope Joey Gatewood has like 17 touchdowns. I hope year. he does too. it be great. But that's where he's got Louisville. Uh, number twenty-four as far as the best offenses for the next three seasons. Now, Western Kentucky is right ahead of Louisville at number twenty-three. That's interesting. Well,
1: you got to what I mean. Did they brought they brought their quarterback right back? The one that just he's for, back.
2: Like, the, the Austin Reed, I think, the kid that we thought was going to come here. Yeah, he ended up coming. I mean, back to Western. For you think a lot about
1: Western, how good they may be. You can't deny the fact their offense has broken like every record last. I mean. I think I think he broke Zappy's touchdown record last year. You wanted to put Bailey Zappy
2: as like the best quarterback. He like I threw in for sixty touchdowns.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, you threw for sixty freaking touchdowns. I mean, either put him on the list or put some ice on the guy's arm. I mean, either way, dude, he needs some some recognition. And I think Austin Reed broke his record last year. I'm I'm, I'm being I'm exaggerating when I say sixty. I think he actually threw fifty six, but I think Austin Reed last
2: year threw like fifty eight. I could be wrong. Now, who do you think is number one on this list? Again, we're talking, they're trying to predict the best future offenses in college football for the next three years. For the next three. So it's not just next year. Right. So you're assuming it's some, I'm going to say Texas. You assume
1: incorrectly. I am just said that because they got Manning coming in there. I'm, I could see them doing that. Texas uh, is number nine. Are they? Um, I mean, I don't even know who their quarterback is next year, but I would think Ohio State's in the top, maybe top ten, obviously. Ohio State is two. Okay. They were uh, one last year. i surprised Ryan Dane hasn't bounced yet. Um Number one would be USC. USC is correct. Well, Lincoln. I'm going by coach again. Lincoln Riley. Yeah. yeah,
2: they are. They were number three last year on the list. They are number one this year. Ohio State as mentioned is well, two. Williams back too, as well. Yeah. So Georgia is three. Alabama four. Michigan number five. And then continuing on, Tennessee six. Oklahoma seven. Washington eight. Texas nine. The highest ranked ACC team, Florida State, at number ten. Oh, we're better than them.
1: I'm getting so sick of now. how people think good Florida State's
2: going to be. Wake Forest is 16. It's just really, it's really starting. I'm not going to It's really starting to kind of piss me off a little bit. North Carolina is 20. Clemson, not on the list. <laughs> They're done. It's over. Who's people, that quarterback next year? People are finally starting to catch on. Uh, that kid who was the backup who started playing when they benched <laughs> Young Lele. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter who their starter is. Cade something. Klubnik. Klubnik. Whatever. Oh yeah, I, I, no, I do nothing. The name does ring a bell. Didn't now. play against us, but he he wound up taking over. I mean, I guess
1: North Carolina's kind of offense. You could say since we're not like and and adding in defenses here, but I mean, this is kind of kind of thing. Didn't we see this movie just a couple years ago with Sam Howe where he had the great year and he came back for his senior year and he just like fell flat on his face? You know, Drake May believer. And I'm I'm just saying. I mean, we're seeing. I mean, are we not seeing this with Drake May? He blows up, has a great year last year. He's a junior, right? Or I guess he was a sophomore. He comes back this year. I mean, we never took into consideration. Sam Howe lost like both the starting wide receivers and running backs. Did North
2: Carolina? I don't know how much North Carolina lost outside of Drake May, but well, I think the issue too is that people like they forget that you need more than just a, a quarterback to be good. Like, well, like, yeah, I mean with you North can, Carolina, they, like they, they, you're right, they did the same thing with Sam Howe. like. Carolina wasn't great last year. They do lose some players, and, like, Drake may put up big-time numbers, but you need more than him if they're going to be better than, like, you know, if they because they're getting the third-best odds to win the ACC. They're right behind FSU and Clemson and just ahead of us. And, like, Drake May's great.
1: Well, oh, their top two receivers are gone. You need something else. And that, those guys combined for uh, 94 catches and 43 catches. I mean, and a lot of portals. That's stuff. their top – yeah, I mean, I'm sure they – and you're right, I'm sure they brought guys in, but – Going to have to play some defense. I mean, but that – yeah, I mean, well, I mean – and they weren't that great. Like you said, they weren't even great that last year. They went, I mean, they went nine and five, but nine and five.
2: I mean, yeah. I mean... won the coastal, but you know, I think you and I did as well. <laughs> <laughs> is that where I got that cup from? There's no more coastal. <laughs> like... The coastal's dead. It's it's over. It's done. So so we... I, I
1: bring on. I bring on North Carolina's offense, and and I, I can't. Well, I, is, I just I wish we played four State this year, so we could shove that burgundy and gold down our throat. Shut
0: up. <laughs>
2: We have a new line for the the, the <laughs> first game of the season. We talked about, I think, uh, DraftKings had Louisville as an 8.5-point favorite over Georgia Tech. That was the first line that I saw for those Week 1 games. BetOnline has now released their opening lines for both Week 0, which I think is dumb, and Week 1. They have Louisville as an 8-point favorite straight up uh, on yeah, that true. game on Friday, September 1st, at Georgia Tech. Uh, cards are an 8-point favorite. Other notable lines, if you're looking the day before that Thursday, Minnesota is a a 7.5-point favorite over Nebraska. NC State, a a 16.5-point favorite at UConn. Utah, a 9-point home favorite against Florida. Looking for a second straight win over the Gators. That Saturday, the the, the first real week, um, Clemson, the Monday game at Duke, is a 12-point favorite. That's the Monday night game. LSU-Florida State, rematch of last year. LSU is a a 2.5-point favorite in the the Camping World Stadium game in Orlando. West Virginia is a 17 and a half point underdog at Penn State. Some big spreads in there. It is. And, and then Did K- you say Yukon was favored over Florida? No, U- UConn Yukon is a 16 and a half point underdog to oh. NC State. Okay. Oh,
1: okay. I'm, i got mixed up with right playing there. Utah. That's I thought you said it the other way around. I thought like you said UConn, Florida, NC State, Utah. I I miss our jump. No.
2: Uh, locally, Indiana is giving or getting twenty-seven and a half points from Ohio State at home. Kentucky is a 27-point favorite over Ball State, and then there's no Western. Oh, Western is a 13-and-a-half-point favorite at home against South Florida.
1: What was it last year with the Ohio State line against Florida? Ohio State Indiana was like 42. Was like 41, yeah. We, we and, then like, you, and you were like, take it. I'm like, we're covered. Take, and they covered it in a beat of yeah. like 55. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. First of all, like the the week one is the best time to, to snag money in, in, in college football betting because – the lines are just kind of like obscurely one way or the other. Yeah, and you, you just got to know where to pick it right. Like Brahms' first year at Purdue, I racked up the first few weeks because Purdue was getting just massive point spreads each week and was whether they won or they were keeping it close. Um, so yeah, it's that's a good week to look at it. <laughs> that being said, if Scoots, if you're listening, maybe still take the Buckeyes.
2: <laughs> Do you and Scoots have a bet set up? For a football season.
1: Uh, if he's willing to bet me 500 on the football <laughs> IU-Louisville uh, game, I would be thrilled for that. Oh, I mean, do, should we run a 250 uh, bet split with uh, the basketball? Well, we don't know. I guess if we're officially going to play the basketball game, though, do we? What do you mean? IU-Louisville uh, and basketball. Yeah, no
2: guarantee. There's
1: no guarantee at a year. There's a
2: two out of three chance.
1: So, uh, uh I mean, that worked for me, though. <laughs> so, I'd mean, I, t- I mean I would love to do like like I have a, I have a bet every, annual bet with my friend that we bet a hundred dollars every year fifty on the basketball and fifty on the football game between UBL and UK Oof. and uh,
2: that's got to be going for yeah, it yeah
1: hasn't gone I've had I've had better years to say the least <laughs> but I, I don't care what he says and how many times he can rub it in how many sweeps the first sweep will never take it away with by the cards it's true well it's, done I want to say ninety was it. No, it was 2001, I think, wasn't it? I can't remember. It was the, it was the Mabin year, Mabin's senior year, so it was 2000, I
2: guess. Yeah, his last year was, yeah, yeah his last year was 2000. Yeah, when, then, no, then, no, his last year was Denny's last year, so it was 01. Okay, so I guess that but was it, yeah. we got killed that year, so that wasn't the win. Well, then it was the year before. Then, okay, yeah. and then I think 2000 would have been the, the Lightning game in football. That sounds about
1: right, yeah. It was either that or the been uh, Green pre touchdown game, I forget. That might have been 99, though.
2: Speaking of I got beat um, up at that game. Speaking of, of in-state basketball games, I saw, I know, we're now turning our attention. We've got the roster set for the men's basketball team, the men's basketball season coming up. We're now turning our attention to the non-conference schedule. We know a few of the pieces, and I think that this was already known before, but it's one of those deals where it's it becomes official. Louisville is going to host Bellarmine again this upcoming season. I would assume, I'd be surprised if it's not the first game again this year, which... Was not ideal last year. It's They're not an ideal first opponent for any team, but especially a young team. They're so difficult to defend. It's such a unique offense. Um, but it, you look, you, if we're going to take a dramatic step forward, I kind of like the challenge out of the gate because it's still a team. I don't, Bellarmine, I think, is going to be better this year than they were last year, which is scary because they, they beat us. PS, yeah. They have upped their talent. They've gotten some guys uh, in, in the transfer portal They're bring back most of their best players from last season. But regardless of all that, like you know they're always going to play hard they're always going to have an offensive system that's difficult to defend if we're going to take this dramatic step forward i'd like to see that newfound level of dedication that newfound level of attention to detail and hopefully using your superior talent to your advantage more than you did last year i'd like to see that on display right out of the gate so i kind of like this as a first game it's dangerous but look if i mean if we're going to lose to bellerman in the first game then we're going to have a season that's not dramatically improved enough, I think, for Kenny Payne to keep his job. We should beat Bellerman regardless of when we play them. That's no disrespect to Scotty or Doug or anybody over there. They're great. But Louisville should not be losing games no, to Bellerman.
1: No, no. And, and, and a lot of those things you said, I agree on my checklist. But honestly, the bottom line is just win. Win the game. Just win. I mean, I, I want to see improvement in this and progress in that. and I just see, you know, development during just even, even in, in the first game in this. I All that's great. All that is just icing and 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 cherries and sprinkles on what I just want us just win. Yeah, I mean I I will worry about the fact that if we win the game and it's just on basic, you know, on raw talent alone, and you know we we don't look great in a lot of things. That's that that's, that's second game future Trevor's problem to worry about. Like current Trevor, like just just win the game because guess what? Last year we couldn't even win the game on pure athleticism when we were when we were more, more athletic and better team. Than the than our opponent, we couldn't even win those. Let's crawl before we can walk, people.
2: No, I didn't just win the game. If you remember the video of like Eric Crawford was embedded with the Bellarmine team for that game, and he had some, I thought some telling video of them in the locker room at halftime where they're like, "If we keep doing this, we know they're gonna quit." Like, like they kept saying, "Oh yeah," like, like you know, if we keep beating them, and like God knows, we did not adjust at all. They beat yeah. us backdoor a million times. And we didn't change anything. And they were right. Like, like they, oh, been they a coach. They played harder than we did. Uh, you know, we made a little bit of a run because we were just, you know, we have more talent than Bellerman. We had a, a shot to win in the closing seconds. Kamari Lance did not knock it down. But it was, I thought, telling that they looked at what had happened. They looked at the body language. They looked at the way we would defending. And they were like, if we keep scoring, they're, I think the, the exact quote was, like, if we keep defending, they're not going to play defense because they had seen that they had let, you know, Louisville when they weren't scoring, True. when guys were missing shots. They were hanging their heads a little bit. They weren't, uh, you know, bringing the same effort and, and intensity on the defensive end. And people picked up on that, and we ended up losing that game. And then we lost uh, eight more in a row to start. the <laughs> We just kept losing. <laughs> just, just didn't stop. But the non-conference schedule, as of right now, we know we've got uh, Bellarmine. Now we know we're going to play at DePaul. We know we're going to play Kentucky at home. We know we're going to play two games against uh, two members of the the trio of UConn, Texas, and Indiana. And I think that's it now. Because, I, I, again, I'm not 100% sure if we are... like The, the ACC-SEC Challenge is starting this year. And historically, with the ACC-Big Ten Challenge, at least the last few years since the ACC expanded and the uh, the Big Ten, I mean, since the, the, the two teams had... The two conferences had 15 with the ACC and 14 with the Big Ten, they've just excluded the team that finished last in the ACC the year before. Yeah. Now you've got the same numbers here with this new challenge. I'm not sure if they're going to make Louisville sit out because we finished last in the ACC or if we're going to be uh, a part of the event. But I'd have to think, though, because who was the one they bumped out? It was at like NC State, wasn't it, right? Once you say finished last the year before.
1: Yeah. But, but And then it and 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 got bumped from it? Yeah, they were out last year. I mean, and no district to NC State, which, you know, I, I really don't care if I, you are insulted personally, but, uh, like, I can see where, if you want to go about record, but Louisville also – has more panache pizze- to the name. Panache to the name. I can't say the word right now. Panache or pizzazz. Yeah, and, and we bring. And no offense to Raleigh, but we're going to bring ratings too more than even when we're bad than when you are good. And to say if it comes down, to go, oh, it could be them, or maybe Florida State or Boston College or somebody. You know, it's I think we're going to get the nod over the t- over the other two because when it comes to anything, the bottom line is money, and money comes from ratings, and that's what they care about.
2: Yeah, I just don't know if it's like a contractual deal, if they have that in place where it's like just,
1: ESPN gets the pool and be like, we want Louisville yeah, yeah, or at right You.
2: Well, I don't know if they get to choose or if it's like they put it in writing that you've got to to toss the team that finished last the year before. Because I do feel like there were like I think Boston College finished last in the ACs like three years in a row and finally they or maybe it was Pitt when Stallings was there, and they were like, Okay, Pitt gets to play and we're gonna take the, the next team because they've they've sat out two years in a row now. <laughs> we can't make that happen. And no so. one
1: noticed in Boston College. So I don't know.
2: I mean if we are in that event, that's one more game on the non-conference schedule that you pencil in. Uh, if we're not, then you've got one more game available to schedule. My hunch is that we're not going to schedule overly difficult outside of the the games that we have in place, because if you've got, I mean, you, you've got three, you'd assume top twenty-five opponents already locked in with UK and the two games in New York. I don't know if they're going to go after like. I know Memphis had wanted to play them last year. I don't know if they're going to do that. I know Kenny Payne had talked about wanting to get Cincinnati back on the schedule. They're not going to be top 25 good, but they should be better next year. West Miller's got a – he's building things there. But my guess is that we're going to have a pretty light non-conference schedule outside of the the big games that we already have penciled in. But I could be wrong. But that's just – that's my hunch there. We'll find out more as time goes on. Uh, 502-414-1450, the Thornton text line. We'll take a couple of texts from you guys. Before we get into
1: the text, okay. uh, I, I got some breaking news. Hit me. Uh, you may or may not like this. Okay. Uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rack it up. I'm gonna put this on the computer as a, a goof. But apparently, the game, the high school game, is at five thirty tonight, and he needs to be. We need to be out at five twenty. <laughs> you know what? I'm okay with it. Actually, mark like five fifteen.
2: Because <laughs> he wants to go on here at twenty. <laughs> Who's he and what game is this? Do we know him? Oh,
1: oh, I can't tell you. I feel <laughs> like the Mars Attack alien over here. I, I. <laughs> Don't play Tom Jones. Uh, it's, uh, let's say, Fern Creek. It's Floyd Central and Bedford North Lawrence, okay. which I'm assuming is what BNL stands for. Uh, Bedford North Lawrence, of course, the home of Damon Bailey, I believe. Big rivals. I say we,
2: that every time we have a Southern Indiana game, I'm like the big rivals. Well, in fairness, they do all hate each other in some way or another. Uh, Providence yeah. and Floyd Central, huge rivals. <laughs> Silver Creek and New Albany, big time rivals. Well, Bedford get, North Lawrence and South Bend Central, not a real school, huge rivals. You forgot New Albany's
1: other biggest rival, Yeah. The, the second, well, yeah, Floyd Central, <laughs> Silver Creek, think Providence. Of, think of Terrence. Farley. uh, Louisville Terrence. Jennings. County! (laughs) That's that's who the set. We have a doubleheader tonight, and the second game will be New Albany and Jennings County. Okay. Not Farley County. (laughs) Jenkins. (laughs) Terrence Jenkins? (laughs) That was Brandon Jenkins. There there was a Brandon. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) So
2: we have, uh, yeah, we, we. So basically, the show just got cut by forty minutes, yeah. forty five.
1: We went from having a ninety minutes left to having well. <laughs> having forty five minutes left. <laughs> it's too bad this does not happen. Like when, Mer- when, uh, uh, when Virginia started her soccer yeah, stuff, like first week without it'd, soccer, it been perfect. You could actually had a, seen the most of her soccer
2: ever. <laughs> I mean, can we find these things out before we go on the air?
1: Well, I mean, they did. This is my bad. Uh, in the email that was sent to me, it does say five thirty start. I guess just in the midst of everything, I I put it on my calendar at 6 o'clock start without thinking and gooped
2: up. Luckily, I texted Dennis and was like, what time do you want to come out? Get out right now. What if I was like, get out right now. (laughs) You're done. I'm sitting in your chair. I can do this. I'd be
1: like, but I got cracker bro just ordered. Where am I going to go? (laughs) We'll send it to Nancy.
2: (laughs) Don't eat my tenders.
1: (laughs) I didn't use good cracker bro, though.
2: I love that I got on I don't know if you saw this tweet but like the I get on Reddit. I pretty much only use Reddit for I Don't know. I I I'm, I'm the only person I think it's never used really Reddit for anything. So I only use it for I mean I've done like they've asked me to do I've done those like AMAs those asked me anything a couple of times. That's why I hadn't But like I started using it to to I'm glad look at You
1: you told me what that stood for cuz I was like the movie theater? I knew you would never
2: yeah. I used it for like long COVID stuff. They they have groups there, and it's okay. Yeah, you told me that. It's sort of how I figured out like how to. Yeah, I think last year was like this time of year where I was like doom scrolling constantly, wasn't (laughs) sleeping because I could not get my mind off of anything else. But now I'll get like I don't use it nearly as much because it's I don't think it's good for my mentals and I'm kind of doing better. But but I get emails from groups that you might be interested in. And it has like a it's it's like the the next door app where they just use the oh, title they, they know they're going to lure you in. Yeah, got me twice last night. And so so one of the groups that I get emails for is just like the Louisville group on Reddit. And the the, the headline and this is like an instant click. I'm like, well, I can't resist this. Like put put all my calls aside. I've got nothing. I'm gonna spend 15 minutes going through this thread. But the the headline of the the post was, is there a better plan than Air Devils Inn for my first date? Oh, I think I saw you tweet something about. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. this.
1: laughs> I was like, "No, th- there's not." Adi. Well, I mean, is, are, are, is your first is your first
2: date charging you by the hour? <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> I love it. There's like you know, it's right across from Bowmanfield. You've got oh, the, I know where Air Devil's Inn is. You've <laughs> got like Laurelay that restaurant, which is very <laughs> nice, right across the street. And she's probably like, "That would be great. Let's go there." And she's like, "No, no, no, no. we're going to Air Devil's Inn." I mean, I'm more
1: I'm more shocked after my drive down that the Air Devil's Inn is still open. By
2: the way. This is Roma romance. Air Devil said. I also saw this. Uh, the other I think you've told me this. What was your first date? You, you were like in a bar, wasn't it? Well, I mean, we we like again. We like we like hung out. You had a weird yeah
1: yeah. And yeah. like
2: before, like we ever had like a fir- we like were basically dating before we had like our first date out. Oh, I know what that means. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Come on. We all were young. It's boys. my wife now. It's somebody's wife. It's somebody's wife. But the. <laughs> Reddit the other the other big thread that I saw for Louisville they had a big and I kind of I didn't know who was going to be named in this but they had a question of who's the most controversial figure in Louisville who would you say it is who comes to your mind Ali
1: really I mean is he not does he still not carry controversy with the generation is that generation died off now that was still angry about the draft stuff I don't think nearly as much I,
2: I think it, I, or has it just been forgotten and moved on like with time I think Ali has seen. By like the current state, I mean you'll hear it every now and then. Still, like people will still bring it up, but like for the most part, I mean, look at the the celebration of his life. It was well, that's a every part of the city yeah. though was like into it. Like nobody pushed back really that I saw against naming the airport after him. Like he is seen as Louisville's like like most prized possession. I feel like now what what's about I the time, guess the draft sure. stuff
1: was fifty years ago. I it's mean, been a long time. That's what I'm saying. That's why most of the people that probably hung on to that are have. Gotten, yeah, are, are well past their prime, and have passed, unfortunately, as well. But
2: you also probably have a generation of uh, of people right now who don't even know about that. Who, who like just you're right? Muhammad Ali was a f- incredible boxer. Or he, it's viewed
1: just as being standing up and doing the right thing. Yeah. I mean, in hindsight, we do know now. I mean, yes. that what we knew then, that the hippies were right. Yeah. You know I mean, my dad says it all the
2: time. <laughs> <but yeah. laughs> Who'd have thunk it, right? They, they,
1: well, you know, I agree with a lot of their perspectives, but nonetheless. Uh, <laughs> I just want to say yada yada. I just get my drink out there. But well, who do you think? <laughs> okay, after uh, uh, if not that because you're right. That probably I am probably going. That would be, have been the answer like 25 years ago, maybe. Um, Patino. Patino was on the list. Okay. Um, the the I, mean, I guess I I I'm, 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 I went a little native with that thing. Patino's obviously not a little native, but um, controversial.
2: Uh, One I mean, person got the most votes.
1: I mean, I, I, Patino would go Jurich. I would assume, but Jurich
2: and Patino both got both were discussed. Both discussed. And where were they on the Where were they on the list? Unofficially, they're like I think Patino's like fifth, and Jurich is down there like eighth. Diane Sawyer. No, <laughs> <laughs> universally beloved <laughs> by you, maybe. Uh, <laughs> the person who got the most upvotes and the most comments talking about this is Papa John. Oh, oh well, okay. I thought that
1: had been like kind of moved on from by I, now. But.
2: I think probably less controversial now than yeah, like, what four or five years ago, whenever that whole thing was. To, I was gonna go with like, well,
1: I, I was thinking that's the state. I was gonna say McConnell, but he's more state. McConnell's on the
2: list, but he is yeah. well, he's but he's very much a Louisvilleian. That's true. Yeah. Uh, to Jack Harlow. It's controversial. I think there's a lot. Apparently, there's a lot of differing opinions about him what
1: the, the the guy is the least he's he's no he's not he's as edgy as a as a blanket I mean there's not there's no like there's no controversy with Jack
2: harlow but I mean as far as like people liking not liking him
1: why would you not I mean I'm not I, I hand up I mean I'm not really a fan of his music style but I still root for him I don't like dislike him I mean you took a picture with him he's very nice yeah I like him I root for him I mean does it mean I mean Apparently, there's like. I'm a, not gonna lie and say I love his music because it,
2: it's just not my thing. But I get why people like it. I mean, it's just not mine. I think there's like a. It's one of those deals where, like, the youth now it's become like he's not cool to, to a certain faction of like kids growing up here. And I guess that's what is polarizing about him. Or I don't know. I don't know it's because he's white. No, I mean I don't think that plays into it.
1: I was gonna say I thought that pretty much went out the window years ago with rap. I mean,
2: have you seen his like, the the outtakes of his? You know, he made that appearance on Dave. We're talking about you watched it. Oh yeah, at, we're, the, we the Met He was just in the
1: background mostly, but yeah, he was.
2: Well, they have a scene together. Where, like, oh, they do. They I have, didn't see that. Okay. They, they have like this beef, like they're, they're fighting in the show. <laughs> nice. that's funny actually. And so like so they have they both posted on their Instagram yesterday the outtakes from the scene. I, they're very fu- even if you don't like either one or know what's going on, they're they're very funny. Uh, but that okay. was yeah. He's I mean he's definitely made it big. But no, he was... he's but yeah. You're right. I mean I just but he's on the list. Uh, Tony Molito is, is on the list.
1: Tony the the car guy. Tony Melito, He's dealer for the people. Dealer for the people. Yeah. He's on the list. Why? Do they think he's the wrong dealer? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's is he even is he even
2: around anymore? I don't know. <laughs> I mean I would put Daryl so. No offense. I'd put Daryl Isaacs ahead of him. I don't think he ever made the <laughs> list. Do you are you familiar with Micah the violin player who's always out there? No. <laughs> who's that? He's just he's a man about town, but okay. he, uh, apparently I didn't realize like he's I don't know, like he's He's a guy who plays violin? Yeah, kind of on the streets and he's like he seems like very nice, but apparently he's kind of had a he gets creepy with women, and that's made him...
1: The fact he's playing... hes
2: What do we expect from him? He's a, he's a dude playing violin on the street. And then I don't like the fact... Nah, that... You're really shocked if he's creepy? I mean... I don't like the fact that this guy's on the list. My man, Mark Weinberg, made the list. Why is he on there? Apparently he's polarizing. Some people don't like him. Nah. He tells it like it is. <clears throat> Sorry he's the weather truth. I mean,
1: he does... He did lie to me about the heat one year.
2: Well, that's going to happen.
1: Because, I mean, he tried to claim it was the first year we hit 100, and I was like, no... And then Katina Powell. Somebody said that. Come
2: on, no, nothing. Katina
1: Powell. Yeah, that that. If we ran this poll, like the in 2014, yeah, yeah. But like that was like a one year thing. Hunter Thompson got a lot of love too. I'm amazed, like some people even remember Hunter Thompson. This the generation, or this new generation, even knows who that is.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think he's still well known. I, I mean, if, if, if you're, guys.
1: I guess if you're in, if you're a journalism guy or you you, know, you like to read, but I mean, to the novice, like. Youth. I would be shocked if they knew who that is.
2: I mean, they do. There's a whole like clothing line dedicated to him. Like, that's, is it really? Like, like Harlow's kids have those shirts that say "Football season is over," which was his his suicide note. Uh, I think. I think a lot of people still like, like fear and loathing in Las Vegas resonates with a lot of
1: people. Well, yeah, we should. Like I mean, I hope you mean, the book more than the movie, but yeah, movie was I guess okay. Did you ever see the movie? I did. It was I mean, okay. Would be the best way to describe it, right? They, they, it was, it was not for me. It's just a hard movie to do. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, it's just really, especially. The, I mean, the sad thing is that if they did it now. It probably would be worse because they'd probably over, over. Uh, they'd be like just over, uh, overuse of like CGI and stuff. Now I think that it would probably almost be annoying trying to do like the trips and stuff. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think they would just be over. I think it would just like almost like Depp doing it in in, in the late nineties was. As I'll, be, I'll say this. It's probably the best you could do about trying to do that book, even though I still think, yeah, wasn't that great. I'll right,
2: take a break. When we come back, because we only have uh, <laughs> like 40 minutes left to do the show. Right, I got a better question. Do I order a pot pie or not tonight? We'll discuss that at the break, and we'll come back. We'll have Trevor's uh, thrilling answer. Does he get a pot pie or not? the next here on 1450 and 961, <laughs> The Big X. I Play the music.
0: Walk, a dancer for money Do what you want me to do I'm your pride dancer A dancer for money and any music will do. You must try to ignore That it means than. I remember you most bad
2: 90s commercials. I have no recollection of that you. Tina Turner Mountain Dew commercial. I'm in hindsight, I'm thinking maybe I just made that up in my head. Is this something that you just I went to Google. Happen?
1: I went through Google searches, and I found her doing Pepsi commercials, but not Mountain Dew. I think you may have just combined and I could have sworn Mountain Dew used it. I mean, did <laughs> yeah. you ever see the movie, the uh, What's Love Got To Do movie with uh, Angela Bassett? I did not. It's, it's, I don't know why the only memorable scene I always remember, about. I saw it when I was younger the only scene that ever sticks out to me is the one where she finally fought back versus, like, Ike. And they're, like, they're like in the limo, and he, he strikes her, and they're pulling up to, like, place, and, like, she takes off her boot and starts beating the crap out of him. And, like, they get out of the, out of like the limo, and he's, like, beating the, all bloody, and she's got, like, the black eye, though. And that's like that's like, I don't know why. That's the scene that only sticks out to me is when she finally fought back and, like, beat him up. I mean, it sounds like Probably the most memorable scene from the film. I just remember picking up to watch it. I was like, I've never seen a grown man beat with a boot before. Yeah, like, that was the ten-year-old
2: like, whatever. Trevor was like, "Whoa!" Now you have. <laughs> All right, five zero two 502 right, <laughs> 502-414-1450 is the Thornton sex Six line. You, man. Let's take some text. <laughs> uh, we always oh, karsey text. Karsey text. W- so what? I don't even. I don't want to read this because I don't know what's going on with. W- what's the deal with T.J. Beisner and U.K.? I know. I saw that he's like. I guess he's leaving, or he's he? he's been let go, or something's happening. Like I saw the news. Um, oh, um he, when he's, he's not Cal's right hand man no more. Apparently not. I I don't know what happened, but he like, like there was a a couple of tweets. He's he's gonna go or he's gonna leave. And like I didn't know what was happening, and I sent him a text. like kind of joking like say because there had been talk that if we had ever hired Kenny Payne, he and TJ are really close. Like. TJ might join the dark side and come work at Louisville, and so I sent him just like a joking text, like you know, can't wait to see you on Floyd Street or whatever. Like yeah. he just never responded, so I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't. I haven't I don't know talked what... to TJ in years. I, I mean, like TJ a lot. He's
1: like, I do. I I enjoyed. It. I remember the first time I met him was when I was doing a show with Matt Jones, and he was he was hanging out with Matt during the show, him and uh, some some young ladies.
2: But I guess they've talked about it on a KRC this week, and a long time they, ago. I guess Cal and and TJ have not talked or something. Huh. I, I don't know what's going on, but uh, that seems like a. Seems like a weird. We got big time drama with UK, and also you know they're they're not getting any players back. They're not getting guys from the transfer portal. They're relying only on these freshmen. We know that doesn't work anymore. Uh, UK, it's, uh, it's a it's Jeff Goodman's still trolling him. I saw him tweeting about it. Today. That's all. It's never gonna stop. I mean, he was going after. He's going out with Kyle Tucker a little bit. Even though Tucker agreed with him, because Goodman said something like, "I thought this number one recruiting class of the galaxy in history, whatever, is like going <laughs> to save them." And even Tucker's like, "You need more than freshmen these days. Uh, you know, they they need to get some players these next couple of days, or they need to get some guys coming back." Because it sounds like all the guys they thought they thought were going to come back now apparently are are, are not. So,
1: also, I think at TJ, I think that the the only the one guy I know it's a true Mavericks fan. Beisner is. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean before even before they won the title in 2010. He was uh I knew him before then. He was a uh always a Magic fan, Mass fan.
2: Texas says, in honor of Tina Turner, can you name your favorite Ike Turner song? Proud Mary. Yeah. I can't name really another Ike Turner song, really, to be honest with you. Texas says, Mike, the senior year talk about sports being your identity rang very true for me. I had I am in college for b ball and stuff, but it was weird to not be quite part of the game. I've just replaced it with writing and publishing books to a degree, so it's kind of weird. I'm only 22 though, and then it says you got to stop talking ice cream while I'm running.
1: <laughs> ice cream? I've told you, I've, I've, I've told ice cream is my like worst guilty pleasure at night. I've got I've got a spree. And, and I know the lactose thing is. Yeah, I think you on. took a break from that. I, well, I did, and I think I helped it a lot, and I do still. I'm I'm better about it. But I still do have a fridge with, like, some graters in there. Because I, I, I did a graters run a couple weeks ago. And, you know, you know me. When I do a run, I'm getting, like, $100, $100 bucks worth of ice cream. Yeah, because so I get, like, one of every flavor. And I still have a few in there. I got a coconut and a black cherry in there. I
2: think I've got a uh, a bourbon pecan, which is real good. It's in there. Texas says, <laughs> is that idiot not, does that idiot realize Jeremy Shockey was number 80 for the Giants? Wow.
1: I mean, Victor Cruz, was, he said Cruz, though, right? Said Jeremy Shockey. I know, but the, the original texture said Vic- Oh, uh, I don't remember. Because I thought Victor Cruz actually wore eighty eight. Now think about it, I don't know. But Victor Cruz also was after Shockey, so and who cares? I don't recognize Jeremy Shockey. Shockey sucks. I hate Shockey. <laughs>
2: I'm am trying not to cuss while saying shocky. Texas <laughs> <laughs> says, "Mike, you don't have to worry about any Reds player wearing 19 after Votto. It's probably a safe bet." And says, "Tyler Stevenson and Corky Miller are both 37. How could I forget?"
1: Corky Miller's number is retired
2: uh, in the bats. It is. Yeah. Uh, Corky Miller's beast. I have a, a Corky Miller shirt that says, "Who died and made you Corky?" with a picture of his <laughs> face.
1: Now, is, is is Larkin's 11 retired?
2: I assume so. It has to be.
1: Gotta be. I honestly can't even remember what numbers are retired for the Blue Jays, and I should know this. I think Roberto Almar's four, I think, is. And that's the only one I can think of that
2: might be. Yeah, Larkin's jersey was retired in 2012. Was it? Okay.
1: Yeah. Who else is retired?
2: Concepcion, Rose, uh, Bitch. Well, Rose, Johnny Bench. Um,
1: who else? I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, am I forgetting anybody up the top of my head? I mean, uh, Nuxall? I don't think Foster would be uh, Morgan, number eight. Joe Morgan's got to be retired. Yeah. It's eight, right, I think. I have no idea. Again, I'm bad with numbers. That's true. You said that, yeah. I'm amazed I would remember that. Uh, I'm, I don't know. I mean, there's got to be somebody else. I mean, would Sieber maybe be? No. Um, Davis wouldn't be. Uh, Rios wouldn't be. I'm trying to think of the 90s team. that maybe. Other than Larkin, I don't think the 90s team would have it retired, probably. Eddie Taubensee.
2: I mean, Chris Nickting. It's Chris Sabo, your favorite. I'm the only Reds fan that doesn't like Sabo. You are. I I really am. Um, It's amazing. Sparky Anderson is retired as a manager. Well, okay, yeah. He's probably retired by the the Tigers, too, as a manager, I would think. Dave Concepcion. I named
1: that one, yeah. Frank Robinson. How did I forget Frank Robinson? Tony Perez. Yeah,
2: I mean, most of the 70s big red machine team is, I think. Fred Hutchinson, who I I don't remember, that. played in he's from like the 40s. Um, that's it. That's it. Yeah, you said you said Jackie Robinson because well, 42. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. you said Rosa, right? Uh, Yeah, number he's 14's retired. Okay. Uh, Texter says the ACC approved the unequal revenue distribution. (laughs) Uh, figured it was going to happen, did not see that it had happened already, but that's uh. Catering to the FSUs and the Clemsons of the world, but that's—I mean—honestly, it's it's still good news for us since we make more money than the vast majority of the, of the conference. If we can start having success in the the biggest of sports, if we can start, you know, winning NCAA tournament games, going to big time bowl games again, then it'll be even better news for us. So let's get it done.
1: I don't mean to write back, but this is blew my mind. Trying only has two numbers retired. Alamar is number is one of them at twelve. The other one, does this make me a bad person? This bothers me a little bit. Joe Carter? No, well, no, it's not Carter. It's Roy Halliday. Uh, and I, I'm not saying Roy Halliday didn't have a good career. I mean, he, was, he won a side young with the Blue Jays. I mean, so I'm not saying it wasn't, but I just, I feel like that's just done because of his passing. And that kind of, you're I, probably right. And that, that, I don't know. That shouldn't bother me, right? It shouldn't. I know it shouldn't, but like to say that he's one of only two and there's other guys like, like Joe Carter and Dave Steeb and, and, and players that, you know, had you know longer and maybe, you know, impact, impactful careers. I mean Pat Hinkin want a high as Cy Young here as well. I don't know. That's yeah. Dexter says football.
2: I'm assuming this is about Scoots. He okay, says Lord. he hates IU football with a passion, Trevor. I already tried to get him to a game.
1: How do you I get not being like overly
2: maybe it's just unlike football. Scooch then text in right after Because he says he's a Steeler fan, but he never like actually brags about it. He says, Yeah, no shot. I will never bet on Indiana football.
1: I mean I guess it's it's I don't know. I don't know how it feels to be a fake fan. So I mean, just maybe that's just the world you live in, buddy.
2: Texas says Murray stayed at home. Yeah, that's our home opener. I don't know if he's talking about he says Western is going to put up some insane numbers this season with how weak CUSA USA will be. I don't know if Western plays. They're C Yeah. Well, no, no, I, I don't, don't know, know if they play. I don't know what the Murray State at home text is because we said, I said Georgia Tech on the road first game, and then I was like, then home opener, Murray. Yeah, I would s- say I still think you
1: did mix up those NC State games when you said them, but uh, you, I, the what games? <laughs> no, don't worry about it. But specifically, you did say Murray State at home because you mentioned the the stadium and seeing that field.
2: Yeah, it's the, it's the first game. Yeah, Texas says. um, I was the texture that proposed the yada 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 drinking rule, and always laugh when you mention it. Remember, it also includes Mike clearing his throat. Godspeed. I think there was was did did he add nonetheless on there? Because I say that a lot too. I've I haven't noticed you saying that. I do. I catch myself saying it. Uh, he also says Trevor quote for today: "The mist of everything." <laughs>
0: when did I
1: say? I didn't say that today. It may have just
2: sounded like <laughs> it.
1: What did I say
2: that for? I don't know. What's the mist of everything? This is. Sounds like some kind of hippie jargon. <laughs> Texas, you guys were talking basketball schedules, and we have signed a bye game with Murray State in basketball as well. Oh, I did not know that. That's I didn't hear him. That's kind of a dangerous game. I mean Murray's I mean, just honestly,
1: just any game we play in basketball feel I feel a little nervous. And I mean dangerous.
2: Murray I would say would we'll have will have more talent than Bellerman like the, the Bellerman team that beat us last year. Like they've they brought in good talent. You know, Murray's now in Missouri Valley. They were competitive last season in what is a better conference than the Ohio Valley's been. That'll be a, that'll be a tough game. Um, I like it. I like that we're playing in state teams, but that's uh, that's scary for sure. Texture says uh, the LMPD most controversial figure. That's probably right, right now. Yeah, I mean, texture says uh, who the bleep is listening to high school sports on the radio over this show? <laughs> There's some diehard New Albany fans that are like.
1: Someone is there's, there's a, there's a Floyd Central of-
2: fan that wants to kick your butt. He's like, get off the radio you, right you, now.
1: You clearly do are
2: underestimating the love and passion that lies with Bedford North Lawrence baseball. I feel like people say the same thing when when radio stations play the Reds, but there will be t- like when Greer used to do loose City games on the radio, and they would cover like cut. Up- they they take the Reds off the radio, I'd be texting him. This one of the Reds for like, they'd suck too. I'd be like, get off and let me listen to the Reds. I'm going to get food. I want to listen to this Reds-Brewers game that means nothing on August 20th. Stop. So, like, I'm I'm sure there's somebody out there who is the same way about Indiana high school sports. And thus, why we're getting off the air today at 515.
1: That and we pay you. They're paying us. So,
2: if you, yeah. <laughs> Simple economics. Pay us more money if you want us not to get off the, the air at 5 <laughs> Yeah, you got to trump what they're paying for advertising. <laughs> Cut a $5,000 check right now. We'll stay until six. Promise you. Texas says it's, it's Papa seven. John. <laughs> it's Papa John, definitely.
1: I guess, yeah. They were joking on KRC yesterday about, uh, I, don't, I don't know if you've seen like the whole mess of the old Arizona Coyotes and that, that just. Yes, I mean just the cluster bleep that that organization is. Go to Quebec. They were talking. TJ wants them to move to Louisville and be bought by Papa John. I'd be fun. I'd I'd love to have a hockey team here. You think? I mean, it would. Do you think it? I mean, honestly, can't do any worse attendance wise than already doing in Arizona. But I saw that. Would you be okay with keeping the Coyote name though? Sure. Okay, because they were too. Be hilarious.
2: I saw that the like the last four home games for for Phoenix this season, like their attendance was. It was like 3,900, 4,000, 4,100, like right around 4,000. Well, do you know one of the reasons why? Because they Th- suck. They got booted out of the stadium. Well, I know, but like, the, yeah. so that was the, the the last four games were that attendance. The Quebec team, which plays in like a third-level league, their <laughs> last four games they the season, it was like 21,000, 19,000, <laughs> 20,000, the Quebec is just desperate to get a team back since they haven't had one for almost thirty years. Colorado, now. right? Yeah, they went to the, yeah. the won the Stanley Cup the first year in Colorado. Oh good. that's that's I mean that's it's not the, like the Browns of hockey. I know. Yeah, I, I, mean. I know. I felt I loved it at the time. I felt bad a little bit, but I felt I mean. That, that's what Sean Moth always talks about. That was his. you know, Colorado was desperate for a winner, and they get the Avalanche. They win the Stanley Cup immediately, and he's like, "It's you had like a million people lining the streets." He's like, "I never get nervous about anything." But doing the, he was the he was the voice of the parade, and he had to announce uh, all the players. He's like, I was like shaking. He's like, this is the only time in my life that I've been scared for an event like that. I've never seen anything like that. Imagine
1: me doing that. I cannot. <laughs> I'll be perfectly
2: honest with you.
1: Left winger Joseph Goga Lebruney, Guy Le <laughs> I'll sound like Joey when he's doing French.
0: <laughs>
2: Friends. <laughs> la blue, la blue. <laughs> now I just want to have you pronounce. I just want to pull up the Avalanche roster and have you start pronouncing.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: From that year? From any year. Oh, well,
1: I mean, now you got to go. Because you had the really good uh, goalie that year, though, right? Patrick Roy. Yeah, well, I said. Would- <laughs> Pat Roy. I wouldn't have not. <laughs> I'm better than that. I would not have said Roy because I know it's Patrick Waugh. Let's just skip ahead to to Jack Johnson. Let's just <laughs> What year did John win this? That was ninety five, ninety six, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they won the cup in
0: ninety six.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh you have uh Paul Brasui. <laughs> Renee Corbett.
2: Adam <laughs> Deadmarsh Rene Corbet was a Beast. Dead Marsh is a great name, by the way. He was, they called him Deadhead because he's a big stoner. Uh, Better.
1: Stephanie fisted. Nope. nope. <laughs> that's, 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 that's,
2: that's kind of a dirty name.
1: Followed by Adam Foot. What kind of fetish site are y'all running? Footer. At? Footer was a beast. He was the enforcer. Oh, I know this one. Peter Forsberg. There you go. Alexei Gusarov. Nope. Dave Hannon. Yep. Valery,
2: Valerie Valerie Kraminsky. Kaminsky. Mike Keene, I know him. How did you get an R in there? Where's it? It's B-A-L-E-R-I. No, Val- Valeri Kaminsky. How did you get an R in his last name? <laughs> did, did I say an R? Yes. I told you I had You're R's. Risky.
1: Remember, I told you I had N's and R's to words. Uh, no, we have John Clem. Okay. Clem. Andre Kalalinko, Yui Karak. All right, that's enough of this. That's, that's enough. <laughs> oh, come on. I haven't got to Jannie Lockakin. Sean Moss just texted in and just said, this is rough. <laughs> but I'm making him feel, oh, good Lord, how did he announce this guy's name? Curtis Leschison? Leschison? Leschins? <laughs> Isn't that the guy from WKRP in Cincinnati? I mean,
2: <laughs> Joe Sackick. Never went down that one because <laughs> I know him. I think, Curtis, I think it was Curtis Leschison. Um I mean, look Shopkins. at that name. Good luck on that one, right? I, remember all, I think it's. it's. I think it's, it was LeShizan was it Was how you pronounce his last name. I just and then like, Sylvia yeah. was, was that was a tough one for you. Now we're just skipping on Aaron Miller, Troy Murray. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's take our last break. When we come back, we got like 15 minutes to, to talk. This is before we get out of here for Indiana High School Baseball. It's a big night here in Southern Indiana. It's tournament time. Tournament, yes. Yeah, it's postseason, baby. We'll get you fired up with your uh, New Albany preview. I don't, are they, were they one of the teams playing? Bedford North Lawrence. We'll break down the. Nobody's
1: uh... well, playing tonight. Is, it's Floyd Central and Bedford North Lawrence. Okay.
2: Well, well, get it right. We got four, two games tonight. Four teams. We'll straighten that out in the next fifteen minutes. This is the Mike Rutherford Show. It wraps up next here on fourteen fifty and ninety six The Big X. Final segment here of the Wednesday edition of the Mike Show. We will be off the air coming up at 5.15 to make way for a Southern Indiana high school baseball doubleheader. What do you think? I mean, we've been talking about Tina Turner, obviously. We found out the news right before the start of the show that she has passed away at the age of uh, 83. Do we want to do the, the Spotify thing? What do you think her most played song on Spotify? Oh, is we haven't be? played Spotify game in forever, have we? I feel like there's two, two choices. Okay, I know it's not going to be
1: this song, which is a great song underrated from the Thunderdome uh, Mad Max movie, by the way. She was in that movie. Okay. Um I'm gonna say it's it's gotta be simply the best. Is that is I'm say it's just called the
2: best, I forget. I'm gonna say it's what's love got to do
1: with it. It's one of those two.
2: It's got it's gotta be one of those two. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go best though. What's love got to do with it is number one. <sighs> it's a damn movie. And the best is second. Yeah. Uh three hundred and seventy eight million plays for what's love got to do with it, one hundred and ninety six million plays for the best. Wow, first. so it's kind of it's not even that really that close. Mean, and there's, I guess another version of What's Love Got to Do With It is fourth. That's the Mountain Dew version. <laughs> that, that's the commercial. <laughs> and then another <laughs> version of the best is fifth. That's the Pepsi version. That's the, that's the Pepsi version. Uh, we got to, what's, what's third? Just curiosity. It's a uh, Cosas de la Vida, and then in parentheses, can't stop thinking about you. It's Eros Ramazzotti with Tina Turner. Oh, really? I mean, I would have. I thought I played all the
1: most popular songs today: "Private Dancer," "Simply the Best," "What's yeah, Love." I would have, I would agree. With I that. mean, even this one. I mean, I think is. I mean, I remember. I mean, I don't know. If I just maybe because of the movie, I saw it when I was a kid. I thought it was kind of cool, but the we don't need another hero song. I mean, but yeah, I'm, that's surprise. I'm a little surprised at that, to be honest with
2: you. Uh, we've got uh, let's see. We got we got uh, about ten minutes here. We'll try to take some tweets, uh, some texts, I should say. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. Again, a surprisingly short show, but. Such is the biz here. That's fine. We love uh, we we love our Southern Indiana high school baseball friends. Uh, Textually, I'm a here, and I despise Jack Carlo. And I was in high school at the same at the same time as him.
1: I have a buddy much younger. He's uh he he, he played soccer with him at Atherton. Um, uh, no, or I guess or just kid, growing up, just growing up, yeah, because he actually played soccer at Wagner, and then I think he said he played two years at Bellarmine. Okay, so uh, he, he's just a younger guy, but uh. Yeah, he he's talked about Harlow. I mean, he listens to anytime I'm hanging around I'm hanging around him. He's like oh, I always want to hear Harlow's song and stuff.
2: Texas Tony Melito is controversial because his commercials are dumb and annoying as bleep.
1: Yeah,
2: but you can I mean if that's the
1: case, then why don't we get the Ginny's Diner guy on there?
2: You know what I didn't know though? Remember him? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Frickle pickle chips. Yeah, there you go. You know what I didn't know until I like I drove down south. Maybe when been when I drove to New Orleans, like the Tony Molito thing is a it's like a nationwide thing. Like there's a there's a guy with a different name who does the exact same shtick in like <laughs> Alabama, a guy who does the same thing in like Louisiana. Like they had the, the exact same words to the commercials, like "Dealer for the People," and like you got the big twang voice. He just it was a different guy. Like it, it's a national thing. It's a model, and so like I, I just always assumed Tony Melito was a Louisville specific thing, but it's it's not. And I know that it was it was definitely controversial. And there was a there was one game, maybe in the UK game where he was in I think Tom Jurch's suite. And that's when I was like, Okay, this this has gone too far. It was a fun joke for a while. The commercials are annoying, but sort of I don't know, cute annoying. I remember when but I was, he doesn't deserve to have these seats. Let's, let's not make him a donor for Louis. Like, I just
1: remember when I first got radio a buddy of mine who's passed unfortunately since, but he, uh, I, remember he said, I don't know why. Like, I guess he just got kind of thoughts on radio, like I just knew people. Like and this is like early radio, so I like not to know anybody now, I didn't barely knew anybody then as well. And I like, I guess he was getting a car from the Tony guy I was like, "Do you know him? Does he need spots? Do you think you give me a discount?" I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I do love the the people who just assume that you can get them tickets to every game. Like, I, I'll have. Oh man, it'll be a friend's cousin who we had a sleepover yeah. with when I was eleven years old, and he's like, "I'm actually going to be in town uh, for work that weekend. Can I get like courtside seats for the Duke game?" <laughs> I'm like,
1: no. I, I I weirdly enough get more requests for concert tickets oh, really? that, that he's sporting. Yeah. Like I have a cousin that like I've i helped him out with some concert tickets in the past and like like every year he still like will text me randomly and be like hey you know any, any idea are you, gonna, are you are you gonna get tickets to this concert and I'm like no no we're not we, we're not advertising it, so I don't think we're doing it and he'll just still randomly text and family members do the same thing yeah
2: yeah when I when I worked at iHeart they obviously had a bunch of well, access that, tickets yeah. and so I would have some then and I think now people are not realizing that I don't work at iHeart anymore. <laughs>
1: I mean, we do concert tickets. We do, you know, you'll hear we'll play spots for if we're running an ad for that band concert. Then there's a good chance we can get tickets for it. But can I get some? I haven't gotten any. Well, you, we've given away some, and we will give away more for the uh, Lou- Loud Than Life and Bourbon uh, and Beyond coming
2: up. Texas, if I'm listening to the radio and I hear Tony start with his cheesy sales pitch, immediately I change the station. Well, I, mean, I don't even think I can't remember the last time I even heard that commercial. People, may, yeah, I feel like he's 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 kind of fallen off a little bit in recent. Years. I would have put, really put Daryl Isaacs ahead of him. Texas, Trevor. Maybe now is not the time to tell you this, but they do put vegetables in pot pies. Now you have opted not to have the pot pie,
1: <laughs> and it wasn't because of that. Texer, I appreciate your concern. I can help re- you out. I really do. I know, I know, and I appreciate that. Uh, I'm fully aware that does have peas, carrots, and uh, I guess that's it, right? Just peas and carrots. Is there some, some scallions in there? I think <laughs> he's making things up. No. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but, yes, I don't mind. Pot pie and beef stew is the only time I'll eat a carrot. Okay. Any other time, I'm not eating a carrot. Carrots, turnip, green beans sometimes? Green beans, no. I won't eat a green bean. No. Ugh. Onion, celery? Green beans make me vomit. <laughs> it's not into a green bean. It's, I could want I told you a story. When I was a kid, like I liked green beans, and my grandfather, who did the cooking in the house, my grandmother's idea of cooking was, here's 20 bucks to go to McDonald's. Shows right. How I like shows example A over here of uh, how that works out. But he would cook, and he all and like, I like green beans, so he cooked green beans like every day for like I like five years straight. To the point now where just this, the the thought of putting a green bean in my mouth makes me nauseous. Oh. Like I can't touch them anymore. I just can't do it. And I, I mean, I, and I, it's all kind of the, that stems to that because I used to love them. But, it's sad. Yeah, yeah it is kind of sad, right? That I probably could use it.
2: He probably could. <laughs> Texas says. I do have a good Popeye, though. Matt Jones is the most controversial person in Louisville, considering he gets good ratings, but he's hated by most U of L fans.
1: I'm surprised he's not on that list, to be honest with you. I mean, maybe like, I don't know, 10 years ago.
2: Like, I, feel I like think he's still come with controversial, is he not? I don't think it's as big of a deal because he's not breaking any Louisville news anymore. True. That stopped when George got fired.
1: But he's still, I mean, you have the, book, hear... he the book last year, which, I mean, what politically book? would, I guess, make some people That was a few here. years ago. Has it been a few years now. Yeah.
2: Oh wow. I, I don't. I mean, I well. feel like I don't. Like, like, Matt's implies, not as man. much in that mix as as much as he used to be. I feel like when it comes to like my, I feel like my friends don't really talk about. Do
1: you Matt think he, he, he
2: used to be like a big topic of conversation? Now I don't hear.
1: Did his about. tenure of being that bad guy go out with George and Patino era? Kind of. I, I think.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. For the most part.
1: So popular. Don't get me wrong. And for I, sure. I, and I don't hate Matt. I, I don't. I don't either. Him. But. uh yeah, I could see that where that was be yeah.
2: Texas says, uh, Georgia Tech fans seem confident they will be better this season. Any chance of an upset? Of course there is. I mean, we didn't think we were gonna lose to Syracuse last year. But every fan base for the most part thinks they're going to be better than they were the year before. They should, i hope so. And Georgia Tech has a I mean, they have a new coach who the team got markedly better when he took over last year. So yeah, they should have some confidence. The game's being played in their backyards, essentially a home game. Um, their two thousand fans will be riled up. <laughs> It might be a tough game. Yeah, there's, there's, of course there's a chance. I mean, it's a touchdown spread. It's not like people are saying there's not a chance for an upset. Texture I, says. I remember, I, remember the last, I remember the 66 game, though. Texture says, <laughs> did Trevor? What did I say? People keep talking about the mist of everything. What did, I, what did I say that at? You clearly were ta- trying to talk about it. I assume amidst everything is what you were trying to say. Apparently, a, they said it was Trevor poorly explaining to Mike why he didn't know the show was ending early. You absolutely said it. Most multiple people have said that you said it. I didn't mist, catch it.
1: I said a mist of everything. The mist of everything. <laughs> In the mist of everything. I like that, actually.
2: Um, that's what I think we mist, mist. Apparently, you said when you're pronouncing names, Stephanie Fisted.
1: Oh, now, that's a name. I think he played, he or she played left winger.
2: Um, <laughs> you saw the name, right? No, Texas. I heard Danny Mack leaned over to Josh last night after the fifth inning and said, "You got to build me that indoor facility now, aren't you?" <laughs> well, I hope so. Texas, TK, Jacksonville is the largest city in Florida. What are you talking about?
1: There's no way Jacksonville's
2: bigger than Miami. And Orlando. Jacksonville's huge. Jacksonville. I mean, I'm,
1: su- I'm not assuming it's not. Su- <clears throat> but when you when you, I, I
2: See, I'll I'll take up for you a little bit on this because I I knew it was big. I didn't know how big it was until people started talking about – They had the the, the mayoral election recently, and they're like – this isn't generating as many headlines than it should because Jacksonville's bigger than Boston. It's bigger than San Diego. It's it's one of the biggest cities in America. It's bigger than you think. Now, is, sure.
1: are we going by the claims in the same one that has bit like, 16th biggest city in the country? I think we're, like, 37th. Well, but if you count, like, the metro stuff, we're technically
2: 16th. I think even with that, we're, like, we're still low. Did we drop? No way we dropped that large. I don't right? think we were ever that high. But we are higher than we should. I mean, we're not a, like, top 50 market. But we are, like, a top 50 city in terms of population because of the yeah, we claim the outlying counties. Uh, did you
1: hear that? What? I can hear, I can hear Denison bleeding in a little bit. Now, is he getting ready for the games? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at like just the top. The Jacksonville's just at 11th, you're right, on, and just of all time. I'm, ironically, behind Austin and ahead of Fort Worth.
2: Which, yeah, Fort Worth is 12th.
1: I mean, there's are cities that you wouldn't expect to like be in your top 15, right? No,
2: not at all. I would not expect Fort Worth to be 12.
1: No, I mean, the rest of them makes sense. Columbus, Charlotte. Um, San Jose's got to be like somehow claiming San Francisco in some way. All right, we got two minutes, so okay, let's, let's, let's
2: move quickly here. Texas Trevor, all I want to know is the 1921 burger worth the squeeze. I did not get it because
1: every time I try to order it, they tell me it's got to be special made and the specialist isn't there. What is the 1921 burger? It's like a bigger White Castle burger. Oh. I want to order because they're like pushing it again. But I, last night I, I should have ordered I was going to try and I ended up just getting a couple sliders and some chicken
2: sandwiches though. Texas says the diamond commercial with the pretentious lady who talks about being of status bothers me more than the Tony Melito one. I don't know that one. I don't know that one either. Is that Genesis or? Texas says uh, this is Semantics. Jacksonville is the largest city in the country by area, it's not bigger by metro area and we're number 45 I mean, metro population.
1: It doesn't matter. If you're going to name me name me the the cities in Florida, no one is naming Jacksonville ahead of Miami, Orlando, and Tampa. No one. I mean, I, I don't care. Even if, people in Jacksonville don't even name it before those three. I'd have ahead of
0: Tampa.
1: I guess maybe I'll give you Tampa, but not ahead of Miami. Not ahead of Miami. You're not yeah, I mean, you're not you're not doing it. And I've been to Jacksonville. It's okay. The Mormons thinks Jesus was born in Jacksonville. Do they really?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Orlando. It's named, after, it's named after
2: former president Andrew Jackson. Um, oh, Texter sent in. He's going to, he's got sent in a, a, a picture of his tickets. He's going to Nate Pergatzi tonight. I'm jealous. I wish I were you. There was a comedian I saw stand-up a time, commercial for that
1: was pretty funny. I don't remember his name, though.
2: Dynamite drop in there, Trev. <laughs> <laughs> He's at uh, Nate is at Red Rocks tonight. <laughs> the best of the business for nothing. <laughs> they don't call him the best of the business for nothing. I saw a commercial for a funny comedian. Don't remember his name. Awesome. Well done. <laughs> uh, tonight, real quickly, we got to get out of here.
1: I remember the bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He said he would choose loneliness over relationships because it's easier to get out of loneliness than his relationships. We've
2: got one big sporting event funny. tonight. It is uh, the, the, the Panthers and the Carolina Hurricanes. Florida looking to close out the sweep and move on to the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, TK, who you got? Um,
1: Panther sweep.
2: I'm, I mean, sweeps are all the rage these days, at <laughs> least outside of the Eastern Conference NBA Finals. I'm going. I'm going Panthers. I think they win. Carolina's done. In overtime. How about
1: Which that? one was Carolina? They, they were the mood from Winn- uh, Harper, right? I honestly don't know.
2: I can't remember either. It's just Carolina. It's like, who cares? Anyways. We got Indiana High School Baseball coming your way. A doubleheader of action. Who's first? Floyd Central versus Bedford-North Lawrence. And then New Albany versus Jennings County. Look at that. Who we know. picking? Who's winning? Uh New Albany follows me on Twitter, so I'll pick New Albany. Okay. And then Floyd Central, I know is usually pretty good. I'll pick Floyd Central.
1: I'm gonna go B just so I can say it. And I'm I'm with you with DNA. New Albany, they they okay. sponsor with us.
2: Enjoy the Indiana baseball. Enjoy your Wednesday night. We'll see you guys tomorrow at three o'clock.